five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. And, oh, there we go. <laughs> and it's time to celebrate. It's the wedding medley. My chief of staff is looking at me like I'm nuts. <laughs> uh, it's the wedding medley, everybody. The wedding medley. You know why? Because it's an upcoming wedding, Bezrat Hashem. And that's going to be, oh, somewhere around Pesach time. <laughs> around Pesach? <laughs> Somebody, anybody who's working on the logistics, and there are a lot of people working on the logistics, are trying their best to logisticize for a very, t- very tough time of year. But we're going to figure it out, aren't we? Anyway, uh, many of you uh, may have heard the news yesterday, or maybe uh, Tuesday, or uh, maybe Tuesday night, or whatever the case may have been. We are wishing a mazel tov to Yoshua Siegel and Tamima Pilichowski. Ironically, the fathers of both are in this building. How do you like that? Whoa. Is that something? <laughs> <laughs> Rabbi Uri Pilichowski hangs out here at Nevis Benefish very often. And we, it seems, hang out here pretty often. Because we're back in the NBN temporary NSN studio. This is not the permanent one yet. No? It's a temporary. Well, this room ain't going to be the permanent one. I, that I promise you. I have to beg the blood us do it here one more time. So trust me. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, not really beg. Just <laughs> just basically suggest when I when I when I made the uh, proposal that this will likely be the last time we do it. Okay, they were they were to agree to that if it's the last time we're in this no, room. But now we're keeping the door closed. So yeah, that's true. It's a little bit better. We insisted on keeping the door open. Right, last the paparazzi time. ain't here like last time, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> Anyway, Chief of Staff Rabbi Yigal Siegel is with me, and we're celebrating. I didn't know when you learned to play all those instruments in the background, but boy, you're doing a great job. I'm trying my best. And here we are celebrating uh, during this final week of the year. By the way, if, if they would have, I mean, it's so funny. We talk about logistics, talk about timing. If they would have gotten engaged uh, during a regular week, so to speak, then I probably would have had a chance to, you know, relax, vacation with Stacy for a couple of days. <laughs> but of course, they chose the last week of the year, and here we are Three. doing our year-end campaign for Thursday and Friday. Timing is everything, Yoshua. Just remember that in life. Timing is everything. And he may join us later. It's very possible that the customs, the Chatan may stop by later on. Oh, my goodness. He might. I, I don't want to say for sure. I, it doesn't make a difference if he stops by. His new future brother-in-law must stop by. Oh, he, he, it's funny because <laughs> I saw his future brother-in-law, the gentleman, Moshe Pilichowski, who made a name for himself just by coming out to JM in the AM. Unbelievable. And I um, I said to him the other night, you know, please stop by between 3 and 4 p.m., which he agreed to do. But then when people were asking if he's going to, he was being very evasive. I might stop by. We'll see if it works. He's he's playing it very, very cool and close to the I chest. He's holding out for money this time, I think. <laughs> is that what it is? The man wants to be a salaried employee, a, a member of the team. No, he wants you to pay for his transportation from Mitzvah Yericho to school so he doesn't have to be on a bus for two hours a day. My gosh. One, one, one Uber and we can win him over, huh? <laughs> so he'll hopefully stop by, and Rabbi Uri will hopefully stop by. Uh, we're expecting our good friend Steve Adelsberg to call in. Hopefully oh, he will. Great. Yeah. Bezrat Hashem. Um, I assume Rabbi Fass will join us at some point. I hope so. Wouldn't be a bad idea for him to reiterate to our audience why it's so important to support our cause and keep this radio show going. Now, you, because of your um, uh, your acumen when it comes to numbers and and uh, all the other stuff, <laughs> it seems you took me seriously when I said that. Yeah. Um, you're able to actually tell us some of the people who have been pledging and donating over the last few days. And I say it like that is because 
in the in the throes of celebration, I have been somewhat neglectful to thank the people who have been supporting us over the last couple of days. After all, I was in the throes of celebration. Do you understand that? I was throes is not a positive word. No. Oh, was it? <laughs> I, what would you say? What would be a positive way of saying it? I don't know. You were in the. Uh, I don't know. I was in the grip of celebration. The grip. The grip I was is the, better, but then I was in the agrippas of celebration <laughs> here at Yushalayim. Uh, and mitzvah yericho. So I have been neglectful in thanking everybody, but I will give a general thank you to those who have gone ahead over the last few days and donated to our fjbunity.org page. fjbunity.org. I thank you very, very much. Are you having trouble seeing something? I'm just looking at Shlomi Ash's dedication. <laughs> oh, no. How long is it? It's uh, only three lines. Unf- oh, that's it? Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately for you, you're the, you're the one who's going to have to read it. Um, hey, we'll wait a while. We'll do that a little later no on. We'll yeah. do that a little later Once we get a few more, we need a few more for me to be busy. Now, that's right. We're Boy. only uh, $110 away from a very, very nice uh, Total? plateau. Oh, 110 $110 That's away. less than 10 bucks a month if you listen to JMM on a yearly basis. Very good. And I'm supposed to be the numbers <laughs> guy? That was I, excellent. You're rubbing off on me. What can I tell you? Now, why am I playing the wedding medley that includes David Lowy and Menachem Herman? Tell me why I chose this wedding medley of all the wedding medleys I could have. How many wedding medleys have come out in the last 40 years since I've been in radio? How many of them could I have played? Why am I choosing David Lowy and Menachem Herman? Uh, Menachem Herman is because, because he's here. Menachem Herman's here. Where? In Yerushalayim. No, where? Where does he live? Where does Menachem? Oh, in the old city, no? No, where does he live? I have no idea. Mitzvah Yericho. Menachem Herman, was he there the other night? Oh, I man, assume he had a gig. I'm assuming oh, he had a gig. Oh, yeah, he's so busy. It's so hard but to I get But I'll see him at some point. I mean, maybe, you know, when oh, we're back great. and stuff. I didn't realize he's in Mitzvah So he, uh, in fact, it was funny when people, you know, discovered that he knew the Seagulls, obviously, from all these years ago. And they were like, how? And I'm like, wow, how much history? How much, people, how much history do people need to be taught? Malcolm Herman. Yeah, a legend, a legend musician. That's great. Um, anyway, so that's why I chose that uh, that wedding medley, the same Mazel Tov. I'm sure you'll too. play many more during the uh, ensuing three hours. So, you like that ensuing line, I like that. Very nice. Um, you've been hanging out, Moshe Pilotowski. Jason, your vocab- your vocabulary has been improving. <laughs> yeah, his, his vocabulary is pretty good, yeah, especially for a kid living here. Now, what's the story? Oh, with- I thought you meant Uri. <laughs> what's, the story- what's the story with this uh, Jason Gold who's supposed to stop by? Jason know, Gold. Jason a- Gold guy. I, I don't know. It's amazing to see him. A big hello to Jason Gold, who is here actually witnessing this uh, show, the beginning of our JMM Thursday broadcast. And that means there are a few people we have to say hi to. We have to say hi to, uh, to Hanalee Rosenberg. We have to say hi to Ochanan and Amy Wasserman. Yeah. Let's say hi to Ruben Escott. <laughs> yeah, say, who else is on Maftiona. the list? Mafta Yoda. Mafta Yoda Who else did you have to say hi to? Is there anybody else that... Panina uh, Rabin. Oh, my gosh. I almost forgot my own sister. Hannah, Pan- Annalise's best friend. Correct. Panina Rabin. And anybody else who might be associated with the Gold Rosenberg family, which it seems that We number, could be for the whole three hours yeah, that, to talk about the history of our families that, together. That number continues to increase, it seems. Uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, according to uh, Chief of Staff Egal Siegel, we're almost at $40,000. We're going to get to as close, uh, close to our goal as possible um, as we uh, thank everybody for the incredible generosity this year, both after our fire and now during our year-end campaign. A big thank you to everybody. I think, I think the donations um, have been, if you look at the entire 2022, has been record-breaking for us which we yes. appreciate. This campaign, we're just over 100 donors so far. What, what's the next plateau of donors? 
What are we? Uh, I don't know. We're at 114 now. Oh, I would love to see 150 by the end of the first hour. That would be people great. Are first hour? Wow. Well, we have we have what we don't have 36 people. I may have to America. donate under a few <laughs> aliases to get that done. <laughs> I also want to take this opportunity. You're not the anonymous. Is all over the first. <laughs> I also want to take this opportunity <laughs> to thank Mayor Furtick, Mataswan Guest, Avrami Finkelstein, and all the Yigal and all those responsible for keeping things going when all this. Uh, Wonderful. Mayor Ferdinand is going to have a wedding here, right? That's right. In fact, it was funny. We were t- I said, could you imagine that both of us just announced that they were both big banging weddings in Israel? That's unbelievable. unbelievable. That's fantastic. Unbelievable. You know who's happy in Shemaim. You know who's happy. Mayor Weingarten's happy. Oh, you, don't even ask oh, man. how he, many people over the last few days have said to me, Mayor would be eating this up that you're about to make a Pesach, wedding. Pesach, Pesach, Pesach yeah, was That was his yontif. I, always was, I saw him in Pesach. I used to sit with him in Pesach. Can you uh, imagine? He so happy to be at these weddings. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, these weddings he would have gone to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although I can't complain. He went to all of mine, so nah, I can't complain. But no, he would have been here. For sure, from Pesach, he would have been here. But I mean, imagine. Look, had something to say about it. But, uh, so, um, but when is Mayor's wedding? When is Mayor Furtick's wedding? I don't know. But it's funny because... Mazel Tov, Mayor, by the way. It's funny because someone... I mean, uh, many people, as you just mentioned have said to me, you know, the how Mayor would be enjoying this irony, but there's one person specifically who I saw the other night who said it to me, and I can't remember. At, the, uh, at the engagement? At the uh, L'chaim, the engagement party. I call it an engagement party. Some people call it L'chaim. specifically mentioned Mayor Weingarten? Yeah, they said it to me. They said he Larry, was, maybe? I don't think it was Larry. I don't remember who it was. But they said, boy, oh, boy, would he be eating this up. And not just that. Yeah. It's not just the wedding. The fact that he's engaged to someone who lives in Mitzbe like the <laughs> yeah. whole thing, you know. That's right. It's really amazing. Let's put it this way. Mayor always dreamed that he and I separately would make Aliyah in a different manner than he did. And I, I guess, you know, this is that he would view this as a, an opportunity to hopefully get our family closer to Israel because mm-hmm. look, what, look what's going on. We got Mechutanim that are literally living in Mitzpah Yericho. So. so there you go. You know that our first cousin was one of the first settlers of Mitzvah Yericho. And that means if there's 500 families now, then there was what, five? It wasn't families. It was a bunch of singles. Who Literally. Was set up in caravans 45 years ago. Wait, more than 45 years ago. Our cousin, Yaffa Siegel Birnbaum, lives in Yerushalayim. She told me that she, before her father passed away, so it must have been before 1975. Right. Um, or 76, whatever it was, she and a bunch of young singles moved to Mitzvah Yericho. The idea was to eventually make it to Yericho. Well, I think her father died in 78, so it was the mid-70s. Oh. It was the mid-70s. Mid-70s, yeah. We're about to hit 50 years. And she used to go every day to Yerushalayim to, to, to school every day. Not, not like Moshe Pilachowski does. <laughs> Differently. She had a different route. <laughs> she told me she used to go to Shar Shem, go in the Arab bus. It's a different time then. Wow. A really different time then. But she was one of the... See, so you see that the Seagulls were there before. Even before the Pilchowskis. Wow, that's funny. I told Madame Mayor Pilchowski this, right. uh, this story. Because Aliza is, in fact... That's Tamima's mother, is really the mayor she of She actually Mitzvah is Yerichel. the yeah. mayor. We're not joking. Mayor not of Mitzvah Yerichel. She is the mayor of Mitzvah Yerichel. She must have been fascinated by that story. So it seems that there's still people who live in Mitzvah Yerichel who are part of that group. And she texted one of them. You know, right, to, while you were there. While we were there, to tell, you know, to say. If you, to see, I, I don't remember if she got an answer or not, but, you know, it was, it's, it's fascinating that the... Uh, did, you tell her, did you tell her we need a plaque? 
<laughs> did you tell her we did a little bit of recognition? <laughs> hey, hey, I Yaffa, didn't want to get the poli- to political Bird 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 day. Should that be after Bird Bird well, day? She's the mayor after all. I mean, why not? <laughs> Can't she do that for us? And there's a wedding hall in Mitzvah Bay Correct. Though, where one of our cousins got married. Right. So, yeah, Bar Hashem. It's a it's a beautiful place, Mitzvah Bay It really is. I said to I said to Stacy because I was there just a few weeks ago, obviously during the last trip, and I said to her, "You're going to see a view you never saw in your life." Mm-hmm. She was completely taken by it, like anybody would be, right? And especially when you when you realize that you're looking at Jordan, if you really look far right, enough and right. all that, which is crazy. But then I said to her, "So what do you think?" She said, "It's very brown. <laughs> it's very <laughs> brown." <laughs> and by the way, it is very brown. <laughs> Although when you travel from Yerushalayim, this I learned from the mayor. When you travel, because she gave us a ride on Tuesday, when you travel from Mitzvah Yerichot Yerushalayim, there are areas of the desert that are green during the winter. The only time, right? Because there's uh, right because there's more water there, right? And she said these that 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 that, that religious non-Jewish people uh-huh. go crazy because the words of the prophet are being fulfilled right. when they see that. And she said, "I wish the Jewish people who came by here would." Go as crazy as the non-Jews who come and see all this, and they just they can't believe that. So, I said, well, first thing I said to first thing I said was, well, first of all, we got to get all the Jews to know Tanakh. We got to get everybody to know the Pesukim, and then after that, they'll realize that you know. Doctor Peter Abelo once uh, took us on a tour, and he was saying, "What did Moshe Rabbeinu see when he was looking at Israel? Right. What did he see? He saw the Judean desert." And he was talking about how unbelievable it was and he wants to be there so badly. He saw a desert. So there's a lot more to that desert that meets the eye. You know, you have to, oh. you have to really, you know, look into it. Unbelievable. That, that was right there. That's where he was. So we have an answer to your question. You asked me, excuse me, you asked me a question off the air. You said, you said his chairman, Ralph Rosenbaum in Israel oh. for today's show. So, figured, you know, he's so, so he's given himself away. He writes on the app, Boker Tov, or for you, good afternoon. Uh, so that means Ralph. that for him it's Very Boker disappointing, Tov. Ralph. We Ralph. had his chair all ready for him. That's true, by the way. The chair is ready. For Ralph, his, we're sorry. For his opening statement about <laughs> fundraising. That's right. Oh, ask, you know what, Ralph? I don't know if I told him to call him tomorrow or today. No, I don't remember. I think you said tomorrow. Did I say tomorrow? On, he was not on the list for today. But maybe I don't remember if I told him today or tomorrow. Ralph, write to Nachum and tell yeah, him. Ralph, let me know. Let me know via there. WhatsApp when I told you to call in because we'll we'll arrange that. We'll produce that spot right now on the air. Um, that's right. This is what we call free form radio. Never know what may happen. It's one of the reasons it's so popular. Free form radio. I fit right into that format. Nobody realized it except the one above. I would fit right into that format. Free form radio. All those years. If you want to comment on the app, go to the NSN Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. So we're live in Yerushalayim. Beautiful day, by the way. Rabbi Cash says, please say hello to Rabbi Uri and uh, a big mazel tov. And <laughs> Rabbi Cash says, please inquire about the lawsuit with the Makolet. <laughs> I, I assume that's a Moshe Pilichowski. Uh, <laughs> I assume that's a reference to Moshe Pilichowski. Yeah, for some reason, Makolet has stopped delivering food to the Pilichowski's house. <laughs> So we'll try, we'll try to get an update. But you know, it's funny. During that uh, interview, you may recall. Can't forget it, man. That he mentioned something about uh, pre-Pesach. Remember he said that Eric. Right, that they make meat. Correct. That it's a whole scene. I really know? want to go there, yeah. So 
Oh my now, gosh! Now here we're going to go. So says to me, "Now you're going to be here. Our face off to see the whole." Should thing. make the wedding there. <laughs> They're already making the meat, so might as well have the wedding there. So that was funny. I'll tell you, timing is everything, huh? So we get to enjoy what uh, whatever it is that Moshe's talking about. <laughs> we, get, we get to see it up close. And he personal. was very excited about it. No, hundred percent. So uh, we'll we'll get an update on that situation. I'll tell you, we got breaking news. By the way, speaking of breaking news, I'm in the cab on the way over here. And the cab driver is listening to Reshet Bet, and it seems that there's now an Israeli government. It Correct. seems that that it's they've been sworn in officially. Is it official? I mean, the ceremonies right now. I think I don't know if the ceremony is right now. It's supposed to be today. I yeah. think it's now, like this hour. I, I think know, it's in this they were hour. in the middle of speeches in the Knesset with people heckling. Right. So the government's getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> they're the it's government's. They're back in better than ever. It's unbelievable. Ron Dermer in the new government with a with a position in the cabinet. Strategic Affairs Minister. Correct. And um, and uh, I believe he split the foreign ministry. Years one and four to um, to how did it work? Years one Ellie and four. Cohen? To, to Cohen and Katz. One of them years one and four. One of them years two and three. That's interesting. Yeah, though. Cohen and Katz. Why would he do it that way? No idea. And this is, it's sort of like, remember the pickup games, whoever got the first uh, choice, the other guy would get the next two, right? So it's sort of like that. You get the first year, I'll take the next two, because you, you get to be the minister you know, to begin with. So that's how it works. I didn't see the list. You said that there was a new diaspora affairs minister. Yeah, that's, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Shilich? Chick- Chick- right. Chickley. Chickley. He's the new, di- Amichai, right? Amichai Chickley? I have to check. Shickley. They call him Shickley. Like it's S-H, but it's spelled with a C-H in English. Um, so he's the new diaspora affairs minister. And is there an official defense minister or BB just keeps that portfolio? Oh, I don't know. I assume he's just keeping it. I would guess. And tomorrow we are expecting to speak to Malcolm Honline, executive. Oh, we are? Or I say vice chairman, conference of presidents of major American Jewish organizations. We are expecting to speak to him. So we'll hopefully get his take on the new government. And maybe by then there'll be a list published so we can go through all the different names. By the way, 120 members of Knesset. Are there close to 120 cabinet members now? Or, or it doesn't work that way because it cert- certainly seems that way. How many members of the cabinet did Levi Eshkol have? How many members of the cabinet did Levi Eshkol have? I bet you're not more than eight. That's what I would I, guess. Yeah, that'd be interesting. And now what do you think the cabinet is, 24, 25, something like that? I don't know. It's hard. To, 28, I think it was. Is it 28? I think that that was right. That was Golda's thing that she created the kitchen cabinet, right? The, the, the more inner circle of the cabinet because there were just too many people to be at every single meeting and all that. I think it was her. Maybe it was uh, someone you're else. You're the historian. Not a historian. I just think that that was her. Believe me, it's history now, my friend. I think it, <laughs> it's <laughs> like, you know. Well, it's history once it happens. Come on. When you're able to say 50 years ago, it's history. Wow. Someone's getting very nostalgic or very upset. <laughs> no, I'm not getting nostalgic. I'm just saying it's a fact. I just, you know. I uh, like looking ahead. I, I listen to Nahum Siegel. Trust the future. I, I remember the past. You remember the past. Talking, I'll trust the future. We're talking about my, our kids' weddings. And stuff. I mean, come on. We're all focused on the future. I just was curious, in, in retrospect, how many more cabinet members today's government has than they, when a normal government was formed you know, 30, 40 years right, ago. Right, no, 100%. The other thing is I'm standing on, uh, on King George today, right? Okay. Had a nice breakfast standing on King George. And I'm looking at some of the buildings that are there. And I have this tremendous curiosity, you know, like sometimes, you know, like you'll, I mean, just a mundane thing. You'll, you'll, you'll think of, or you'll hear about an actor, right? That you enjoyed when you were younger. So you'll look up like, are they still alive? What they're doing now, this whole thing. So I'm standing in front of the Assurance Synagogue. I didn't dive in there this morning. I dive in both mornings so far at the Pinsker Shul. Right. But I, I went to, I was standing in front of the Assurance Synagogue and I'm saying to myself, my God, how many years is Yashurin there? 
So I don't remember exactly, but it was the 1930s. It was built in the 1930s. Really? And, yeah. And was such a prominent, I think in the same location, I think in the same location, was such a prominent shul. Because I said to myself, I wonder, you know, because when it came to shuls, am I right that our father was always, like he leaned toward Yashurin, like wasn't there always something with Yashurin, am I wrong? <laughs> I always remember there was something with Yashurin. You mean like, when we were there in the summer that yeah, year? Yeah, like that was the place. Like that was where lectures took place. That's where the you know meetings took place. I, 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 between that and Hechel Shlomo, the two of them. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's because Mizrahi is right there. So Correct. The Mizrahi building's right I, there. I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's also been many, many years. Correct. They had the, Correct. And the great synagogue was not parents. there then. The Great Synagogue was not. I don't know what was there. What was between Echel Shlomo and Mizrahi in those days? A know. field? We have a picture of that somewhere, by the way, that there was nothing Of there. that area? I'm assuming there was something there because it was a row of stuff. But I don't know. And then Hechel Shlomo. Right. And then and then anybody who knows the geography I'm talking about in the King's Hotel, right? So that was the Strip. Now, interesting piece of trivia, which you're going you're gonna to say to me, what a waste of radio time this is. But interesting piece of trivia. If you remember... Between Yeshurin, but really not Yeshurin, it's more the other building. What's the building close, um, closer to the Great Synagogue? Um, it's um, new, Karen Kamet building. Karen Kamet building. Where right? the, where the, it's on the corner. Okay. In other words, one corner is Yeshurin, the next corner is Karen Kamet, correct? Okay. So between that building and Mizrahi, there were four storefronts. There were always four storefronts underneath there. At every one of them, if you remember, right? What? I'm just thinking yeah. what they are now. So every, every one of them, if you remember, were awful stores. Awful. One was a Sfarim store that was just oh my gosh, unkempt and looked terrible. One was a newspaper stand that was that had papers. You remember like, this? Like the only thing you get in that newspaper stand was the Jerusalem Post. It was the only paper that was there from that day. Everything else was from previous, <laughs> right? And then, you had, um, and then you had like a gift shop that was awful. It, it, it was, and for some reason... Reason, those four stores, as I remember them, never had any personality to them whatsoever, right? Today, I am happy to report to you, yeah. there's a great Makoat, <laughs> a great pizza shop, a really nice-looking gallery, and Chabad of Rechavia. Those are the four. And they're really nice. But Very nice. I'm telling you. For, I've, I'm telling you, for years and years, it was, it was a spot where it just wasn't nice. It didn't look good. It, right there in the center of Jerusalem. And thank God that has changed. So... <laughs> was it a waste of radio time or not? hundred <laughs> percent. You're not asking. As people are waking up in America and listening to this, they're saying, hmm, what was there before the Great Synagogue? Oh, now I'm good. Now, now I just realized based on Ralph's text that I'm not crazy. I didn't tell him what they had to call it. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. All right, Ralph, so I'm asking you to call at uh, 710 tomorrow morning. 710 tomorrow morning. We'll get Ralph on. Or 210. Well, don't tell him that. Why? Ralph is an Israeli. Oh, you think he, you think he's an Israeli? Uh, Ralph has two watches, no, no question. So, right, I'm, so I'm the bad guy. My watch is still on American time. Ralph's, you're saying, is always on Israel time. Ralph's heart is on Israel time. Wow, and that's the important thing. I would say you also, <sighs> by the way. Hopefully, I'll get there one day where my heart is. Listen, uh, you have time. a son who's marrying an Israeli, so. Yeah, that, well, someone who's an Israeli citizen, right? That's an Israeli. In fact, I think. Tamima's Israeli. She, well, she has an Israeli passport. She's Israeli. I know. I'm saying. Okay. Well, no, but when you said Israeli, I thought you meant someone born in Israel, not a native Israeli. I think yeah, right? not a native Israeli. When you say Israeli, Israeli now, right. does that mean born in Israel? No, native Israeli would be born in Israel. Right. Like I'm an Israeli. Since what year? 2005. You're an Israeli for 17 years. I like saying 18 though. Hi. <laughs> I just like saying 18 years. Wow. Been here a long time. You know the date that you became an Israeli citizen? August 16th. Wow. 
Do you have a do you have a special ceremony on the Hebrew date anniversary or not? Yeah, I mean we were oh on the Hebrew, you know? Yeah. I mean it's it's the day it's two days after Tisha B'Av. Right. It was the day of the of, of the, the uh, uh, what they called disengagement. Right. This disengagement. So the eleventh of Av is Which your is anniversary. <laughs> the eleventh of Av is your anniversary. I think so. Any seagulls out there who are listening, please confirm. <laughs> Well, didn't we come two days after? I think it was two days after Tishbub. I mean, the hit that good was two days after Tishbub. Correct. So that was it. That was it. You became a citizen at the airport. Correct. No, on the plane. Obviously. Oh, on the plane. <laughs> the man who made you a citizen is in this building right now. Supposedly. The, the people. Listen, how many people have? Uh, is it oh, 60, we didn't. People? We didn't mention where we're broadcasting from. Oh, but we people did. People didn't realize. We did because I mentioned about <laughs> Netfish, but Netfish, everybody. This is our unofficial studio. We are at the uh, we are at the um, temporary studios of the Nachum Siegel Network in Israel, and that's the Nefesh Benefesh Conference Room. The permanent studio, please God, will be somewhere else. But this is where we are right now, in the Nefesh Benefesh Conference Room, broadcasting live on a Thursday morning at JM and the AM. Also, believe it or not, we have a campaign going on, and that campaign is accessible at fjbunity.org. Fjbunity.org. Please, please, con- uh, please contribute. We need your help. Um, my computer just froze. I can't tell you how we're doing. <laughs> oh, wait, here we are. Well, well still close to $40,000. Seriously? Close. Could you do me a favor and sure. tell me some of the people who over the last couple of days have been very generous? Um, let's see. Do you remember the last person that you announced? Oh, actually, that's a very good question. Hang on a second. I'll tell you. Did you announce our good friend uh, Murray Halpern? No, I did not because that was done, if I'm not mistaken, while I was... At the party. At the party, right. <laughs> yes. Or just before the party. So I can go back towards that. We could talk about, uh, let's see here. Simon Jacobs? Is Simon coming today? Simon his hopes to come today, which would be great. Um... Ken and Michelle Miller? I think the last one that I announced was Zena Steinberg. So you could take it from there. Okay. So we'd like to thank um, Mr. Leonard Spector for his $100 donation. Panina Kaplan donated $36. Thank you so much. Simon Jacobs, who will be here later. $500. Thank you so much, Simon. Um, Effie Mayerfeld, $100. Thank you so much. Yes, a big thank you. A big, big thank you. And... Uh, Rabbi Mayerfeld asked, he contacted me and asked me for some help with something, and I dropped the ball on it and <laughs> had to apologize for him and explain to him that yeah, in addition to being in the middle of the campaign, we've had this... To all listeners. We've had this interna- <laughs> international, uh, international romance that, uh, that ended, in, not ended, but that continued, strengthened through engagement this, this week. So I'm going to ask the great of Rami Finkelstein to cut this next... Piece up, <laughs> like so. It could be cut. No, not cut it out, but just make it very prominent. I'm going to apologize to all the people that Nachum has dropped the ball on <laughs> in the last three weeks because I'm about to announce a very nice donation from our good friend Jeremy Stamen. Uh oh, and <laughs> that was another one. I think that we dropped the ball on. Whoops. Sorry, Jeremy, but uh, we'll, we'll make it up to you. Don't worry. But we I really appreciate, appreciate it. it. It really was very, very sweet of him. Thank you for your donation, um, Irwin Bobby Kaplan. One hundred dollars. Thank you so much. Um, Miles Beggar. Uh, no, that would be Miles Berger. So I guess he made a mistake. And Miles says, Nahum, I'm looking forward to working you, with you again at NJ Pack Sunday, the 8th of January for the Hass concert. And that is for Miles Berger. Thank you, Miles. He's chairing the concert. Miles oh. is chairing the concert. So we have to change that. Sorry. Thank you very much. 
And of course, Nahum, I think you want to take the oh. next one, Mr. Murray Helper. And uh, it was Ruby and Coach Bobby Kaplan on the $100. A great show and a great service to the Jewish community. And I thank them very much for that. Okay. And what can I say about Batsheva and Murray? I mean, Batsheva and Murray, <laughs> I, I always say we have a lot of listeners who find every excuse to support us, and we've mentioned some of them already today, but they find every excuse to support us to the nth degree. I mean, they, they, they are just off the charts in that category. So it's Batsheva and Murray Halpern. Murray had heard about the Mazel Tov, uh, Yoshua and Tamima, and then wrote Mazel Tov Nahum, way to wrap up 22, heading into 23, 5, 7, 8, 3. And a big thank you to Batsheva and Murray Halpern for their... 200 times high, a 200 times high donation in honor wow. of the Simcha, and I can't thank them enough. Thank you so much. Oh, Felice Ackerman. Hey, Mara Felice. Thank you. Mara Felice, a 10 times high donation. Thank you for all you do for Claudia Stroll. Our car is always tuned to JM and AM. That How comes is it so easy for you to read this? I don't know. <laughs> that comes from Mara Felice. All right. Who else do we have there? Miriam Sabo. Is that how you pronounce it? Sabo? Yeah, Sabo? I think so. $18. Thank you so much. Mr. Richard Zinneman, $126. Thank you so much. An anonymous donation for $18. Thank you. Our old friend, Samson Wach from Baltimore, $18. Thank you so much. I can't thank him enough. I, really that's nice. so nice. You know, yeah. we were, I was a high school roommate of his in, you ready for this? Don't say it. 1977. <laughs> I was a high school Gosh. roommate of Samson Wach in 1977. That's 45 years ago. And he's still willing to contribute to my campaign <laughs> after having been my roommate 45 years ago. Yeah, and I want to just to bring up uh, Jeremy Stamen again, who also is a, an old friend of ours from, yep. from high school. Um, Jeremy posted a very, very nice post on Facebook asking people to support our campaign. Oh, wow. Thank you. Um, and that's probably why uh, Sam saw it. But uh, when I ask anyone who can share our... Um, causematch.com slash fjb22 uh, link on their social media, especially now in the last two days. It would be a tremendous help to us. Thank you so much. Richard and Sue Kellen, $360. Thank you so much. 20 times high. An anonymous donation for $1,000. Thank wow. you so much. Thank you. That's really nice. Yaakov Auerbach. Ooh, Rabbi Yaakov. In honor of Nachum Siegel and his staff for all they do. Thank, Thank you. you. $20. Thank you so much. Another anonymous donation for $350. Thank you. Another anonymous donation for $180. Now, you really are putting a lot of money into this campaign. <laughs> That's not me. I'm joking. I'm joking. We really appreciate the people who are taking <coughs> the opportunity to donate. Uh, we have a $100 anonymous donation for the Rafua Shlema of Mayor Ben Etel. Thank you so much. And Rafua Shlema to, to Mayor. And Henny Radansky. Was uh, has given $72 dedicated to Dr. Alvin Greengard for brilliantly heading the Maimonides Medical Center non-invasive cardiology department for over 40 years. You taught us all so well and set the tone for excellence combined with compassion and dedication. And I will add, uh, I'm sure Sam as well, her wonderful husband, um, is uh, to be thanked for that donation. So thank you, Henny and Sam. And uh, Henny, a member of the extended Wasser family. Ah, so a very uh, a lot of connections to us from many different directions. Thank you, honey. Um, Deborah Sandorfi Sabin. Oh, uh, Dvara Saban. Dvara Saban. Alon Shvut. <laughs> oh wow! I you think see? it's Alon Shvut. Am I so right? So we have Israelis uh, who are donated. Yeah. So therefore, everyone else should. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Yeshri Karach for years of dedicated service to Klai Yisrael. Listener Devora in Israel. I mean, Jeremy Stamen's an Israeli, no? That is correct. So there we go. I can't call Jeremy a. An old Israeli. friend, an old friend <laughs> of my 
of my triplet boys, Yosef and Yoshu, an old friend, donated anonymously uh, 20 times high. So I just want to give him a shot. I mean, I feel bad because I, he wants to remain anonymous. I'd really like to thank him on the air. But I'm just going to say thank you very, very much for that. That was done through the uh, – whose page was that done through? Oh, I think mine. Yeah. Okay, Deb, Debbie and Yessi Rosenberg, $180. Thank you, guys. High. This is in honor of Nachum Siegel and all that he continues to do for the Jewish community. Thank you very much. I'll second that. Thank you. Um, Shlaini has $43 donation. Excuse me? How much? Oh, you made it 43 <laughs> Was no. it 42 and change? And you no, made it? it's for, Oh, maybe they rounded it up? I don't know. I don't know how it Just works. To check with, the back end. I don't know how it, how it works with cause match, but in mine, where I have here, it says Shlaini Ash, how much? One second. 4278. Uh, I think it says 4278. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. In honor of the new couple who. Though so we were going to donate anyway, in parentheses. <laughs> May they be zochet to enjoy decades of nachas from the old couples in their lives. He thank has, you, he has to, of course, say it differently than everybody else would, but okay. Thank you, Shlaini. <laughs> and thank you, Yael. <coughs> you all right over there? Yeah. Boy. I'm doing great. Two times high from Anonymous. Thank you so much. Susan Adinsky, uh, two times high. Ooh, thank you. Maj Zakheim. Thank Maj you, Maj. Zakheim, ten times high. Thank you so much. Ta-da. Joshua Mandelbaum, $100. Thank you so much. Ilana Bachrach, $54. Thank you so much. Yossi and Tova Greenfield, $30. Thank you. And Anonymous from Israel as well. Really? Yes. That's great. $18. Thank you so much. I thank Egal Siegel, and I thank all of you out there who are donating, pledging, making it known that you want to support us. If you like what you hear every single day here at JMNAM and the Nachum Siegel Network, there's a way for you to show your admiration for what we do. And that's by going to fjbunity.org and hitting the donate button. Again, that's fjbunity.org and hit that donate button and you'll be able to join our year-end campaign, fjbunity.org. Click on donate and uh, and join our effort. It's now 40 years. You know, this was the 40th Hanukkah that I was on, Jam and the Am. This was the 40th Hanukkah. I was thinking of that this morning. Yeah. 40 Hanukkahs that this audience and I have been able to celebrate together, which means somebody who was 20 years old when I started and has been with me every Hanukkah, is now 60 years old and probably enjoying, you know, a whole bunch of amazing... Uh, uh, you just made a lot of people feel old. I know. It's really crazy when you think about it. Because I remember the first time you broadcast on Hanukkah, so that's right. saying a lot. So there's a lot of people out there who remember, and, uh, and a lot of people have been supporters since then. But Hanukkah gives us a unique opportunity because even those media sources that people think are giving them good Hanukkah programming... I don't know what happens here in Israel. I'm assuming it's a lot better than what goes on in the United States generally. But what we have there, what we have in the U.S., our home base, is awful, just awful. And people think that all the satellite radio things that have come up and other efforts you know, really uh, provide great Hanukkah programming. Just the opposite. It's gotten worse and worse over the last few years, in my opinion at least. So we come on the air Monday morning of Hanukkah, which was our first day of Hanukkah. Right, The first candle was Sunday night. Right. And, we, uh, and we start things off with a bang, with great music whole discussions about important things on Hanukkah like uh, Sufganiyot, Livivot, uh, ha, uh, the Sivivon, which right. here, by the way, I hear is, uh, did you hear this controversy that somebody, that some store in Israel had a picture of a dreidel in one of their ads and it said, Nun Gimel Heishin, here in Israel? Oh, are you serious? I, I don't want to say what it was. I think it was a very famous supermarket shade. I don't want to say which one it was because I don't want to make a mistake. But they got it for that, boy. Because we, as you know, have been reminding our listeners for the last 40 years that the real dreidel, the true dreidel, 
The dreidel of the, the dreidel you could trust does not have a shin on it. You know that, right? <clears throat> what do you have? What do you have in your house? Pay. <laughs> I haven't had a shin in 18 years. So what? Tell me the rules. 17. I can tell you what happens when there's a shin. Is I mean, it, there there is there is so much disappointment. I mean, you can't you can you should see the face of somebody who spins the dreidel ends up with a shin. They are so upset. It ruins their Hanukkah night very often. Well, here it's exact opposite. What happens? Tell me. When you land on pay, right, and you realize you're po, right, <laughs> you're a winner, even though you lose the money, <laughs> but you're a total winner. So you're telling me that that in terms of in terms of a pot in the middle of the table, it's forget, better for, than gimbal. Forget about your philosophy, <laughs> but in terms of a pot in the middle of the table, gimbal is still better than pay when it comes to oh, that. Yeah, pay takes the place of shit. Yeah. Wow, so, so but yeah. it makes you feel good though. No, I hear it because your pay makes you feel bad. You lost the money <laughs> and, and you're <laughs> still there. Pa- pay. You lose the money, but you're here. At least that. At huh? least we have that. I don't know. Is that a chatzi the chum? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm trying to process Depends this. Depends how much money's in the pot. <laughs> you, 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 I think, I think you, you must have done very well at dreidel this year, the way you're talking. I don't the think you... Is, I didn't play dreidel once. I, did, I also didn't. How's that possible? I let the entire con go without one Although game. I set my... I, I did play... I, like, I spun the dreidel. Right. I didn't play. Right. You wanted uh, to show your expertise on how good a spinner no, you so are. I, a minute 25. It lasted that long? Holy cow. What about the upside-down dreidel? You ever do that? Or of not? course. And does that last also a minute? Or? Eh, I'm not going to brag, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm pretty good at the upside-down. My son Yosef has gotten better than me. Really? He's yeah. the king of upside-down. <laughs> He's the king of upside-down. <laughs> anyway. anyway, those of you out there who want to support this amazing gathering place that we have every single day, with uh, with me starting your morning Monday through Friday, with Matis starting your morning on Sunday, <laughs> with great programming all day. So many people commented to me that they left, literally left the network on all day during Hanukkah because they wanted to have that Hanukkah music, that Hanukkah atmosphere. There's no like on Sirius or anything like that. There's no Hanukkah channel. I am telling you, and I'm glad you asked, because at one time there was, and it was awful in my opinion, and now even the awful ones they don't have anymore. Maybe that's better. It might be. For, certainly for us it is. Uh, I can tell you that much. So anyway, whether it's Hanukkah or any other time of year, make sure to continue to listen to us and keep us on here at the Nahum Siegel Network. What are we up to here? 641? 641 in the morning on a JM in the AM Thursday. Tomorrow, Malcolm Holmline. Tomorrow, Rabbi Yudin. By the way, Rabbi Yudin's in Israel. Oh. Very excited about the new couple because he knows both families very well. Right. Did, so you did, see, did you see? Did you see Rabbi Yudin at uh, our wedding last month? Did you see him there? Did I see? Of course, yeah. Him, yeah. He was under the chuppah. Were you close to the chuppah? Or you uh, you were staying in the back. Were you? Uh, where were you during that ceremony? Right. <laughs> no, I just want to know. You know where me and Doc were. <laughs> you got called up for a bracha. What happened? Tell everybody what happened when you got called up for a bracha. Yonina Siegel's and Eitan Zuckerberg's wedding. Me. What about Doc, Doctor Mark? Oh, he that's right. He was up. also an aide. He was sitting next to right. Me. So tell and me we what were was in the last row because so, we figured who so are the, we? So know? the majority of people are called up and they're within feet of the actual chuppah, right? That's basically what it, that was the general thing, right? Yes. I can't get you to comment on this, huh? <laughs> your phone is much more interesting <laughs> no, than I am. Not that it's interesting; <laughs> it's just whatever. Yeah. So one second, tell, put your phone down for a moment and just tell me, tell me what happened. Mark Singer is standing next to you, right, Doctor Mark? He gets the his keyboard before yours, right? His is first. Yeah, he before gets, yours. Yeah, he gets to be. With so us. now his name is called. Does he look at you with trepidation that now he has to take a mile walk up the aisle? Like what happened? Um, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, it was like you know, it, literally the last row. Right. 
and we were sitting next to each other. I mean, you know, I would think uncle of the collar, you'd find your way to the front somehow, no? I liked I liked being there when you started walking down. Ah, you like seeing that. We, want, we part. wanted to be there right when you started. By the way, down. best answer I ever heard to that question. <laughs> I'm going to use that. You that, should know. That's that's well. You're usually even when you're not invited that's to a wedding, true. you're in the front. That's so a good point. Like, but um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, was that you? That was me. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but uh, when <coughs> when I was called up. I was the happiest person in the world that the new minute is to like play music between the brothers. Oh, is that funny? Because could you imagine if there was no music? I walked out because I had to walk right. down the center aisle because right. there was no room because everyone's standing on the... Right. Well, I'm going to eliminate that minute now just in case you do get a keep it at the next wedding. I'm going to be eliminating that minute. No, in Israel it's easier <laughs> because in Israel everyone's standing up. Yeah, but what if, the, what if there's a wedding after that? What if there's a wedding in America after that? Then we may, have the, we may replay the whole scene again. And this way I'll eliminate the music, and you'll be much more uncomfortable walking down that aisle. <laughs> uh, in Israel, you can't eliminate the music. I said in America. Oh, in America. If there's a wedding in America. Look who's here. Yeah, the happiest man in the world. You know why he's so happy? Why? Because the wedding's here. <laughs> Simon and I are the happiest guys in the world because the wedding's here. Co-chairman of the Jewish Unity Initiative, the great Simon Jacob, is here. And I asked him... Uh, I asked him what his reaction was when he found out that the wedding is going to be uh, in Israel. Here, we'll get his reaction on the air. First of all, Mazal Tov Mabruk, uh, Simon Jacob. Mabruk, Mazal Tov. Mabruk, Mabruk, Mazal Tov. Mazal Tov to you, Nachum. Hazaku Baruch. Thank you, thank you to you. <laughs> Shalom Bracha. Shalom Bracha. Thank okay. you so much for your donation. <laughs> we were just talking about you. Oh, yeah. You're on the big, you're on the big board, Simon. Uh-oh. You're on uh -oh, the big board. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Tadarabah. So anyway, I'm with Simon, and first of all, a big thank you, and Stacy will be here later. Stacy and I, I could, I, I was, you know, Simon and Barry have uh, have this uh, incredible custom when they're visitors from the United States, they try their hardest to get together with them. And they do the same when I'm here alone. They, they say, is there a chance to get together? If you want to come over, et cetera, et cetera. But when Stacy's here, then I really want to make sure we can get together. And last night we had this opportunity, the four of us to go out and enjoy time together, which was amazing. But I asked Simon at some point during the night, I said, Simon, what was your reaction when you heard there was a wedding? And he said, well, when I heard, and, and we're not giving the exact date of the wedding. Let's just say it's around Pesach time. So when Simon, I heard initially, right. Go ahead, I heard Simon. initially, it was very close to Pesach. I'm saying to myself, oh, how in the world <laughs> am I going to get on a flight back from, <laughs> from Hul, from, uh, from the United States to uh, Israel in time for Pesach? It was like, I was just thinking, how oh, could Nahum do this to me? No, no, I, I missed the last wedding, and I, I was very upset about it. And the and timing just didn't work. It was it, so it was crazy. really crazy. So I, I said, ugh. And then he said, and by the way, it's going to be in Israel. <laughs> and I went, yes. <laughs> I was so excited. So, so Baruch Hashem. I said to Simon last night, there are only, there's only one category of people who are happier than he is regarding the wedding, and that's the people who actually live right next to the wedding hall. Right. <laughs> those are, yeah, those are the ones who are really... Yeah. That's right. You have a daughter who lives right there. Right. So I have sons. Oh, and you also have sons that live yeah, right there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm connected. Boy, oh, boy. So that should be easy. So Bezrat Hashem. Mazalta. Mazalta. I'll tell you, I, if I would have said to you a year ago, if I would have said to you a year ago, that I would be spending Pesach in Israel and that we would have this incredible simcha of one of my children marrying someone who lives in Israel. I mean, come on, Simon. You would have taken those odds. You would have taken the odds. There's no way you would have believed that this could actually happen, that this story could, could occur. 
I would be sure it would happen. Really? I'm still sure it's going to happen. You were confident. You well, now, still, yeah, now you can I'm, be I'm, sure I'm, because they're no, engaged. No, 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 <laughs> I don't mean just them. I mean, your, I mean all your kids. I'm looking forward to you guys all being here. Really? I'm really. I'm, you think they'll be broadcasting? I'm, you think they'll you're be broadcasting time. here in Nefesh Benefesh in Yerushalayim. This is the future. I'm, I'm really looking forward. Really looking forward. So you're going to give me a bracha? Yeah. That no, that I, I, I'm not only talking about you. I I'm know, talking that all about of everybody. Our right. And, and I'm not talking about because there's going to be some disaster that happens in America and you'll have to flee to come to Israel. For positive I, reasons. I'm, all positive reasons. This is really a wonderful place to be. And uh, people sell it short. It's just, it's, look outside. It is absolutely gorgeous today. Right. It is what absolutely happened to, What happened to the fact that it always rains when I'm here? What happened to that? I, <laughs> no, but it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's beautiful. And it's, um, and it's, the, it's the end of December. Egon was, uh, was bragging. I thought it was inappropriate the way he was bragging, especially when the, when the uh, audience is mostly, you know, in the New York, New Jersey area. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was really inappropriate what he did, Simon. He actually was rubbing it in our faces that he's now an Israeli citizen for 17 years. And I thought that was, I thought that was a little too much, Simon. What do you think? I, I, I think it's a huge bracha to be able to, you know, I'll tell you something. Yigal, your ancestors, your ancestors for the last 20 generations are looking at you and going, wow. I didn't know this was turning into a tribute to Yigal Siegel. Uh, no, it's... <laughs> I mean, come I, on. It's not only that, it's everybody. Simon's my chairman. Look what happens. I, I, look, I made Aliyah seven years ago. Right. And uh and it's it's really um the biggest the biggest mistake I made was not making Aliyah earlier. What so, is it like for you when you land in New York? You must it must it's beautiful. I love New York. Okay, so I we're not doing that. We're not, we're not putting that together. Uh, this isn't because but I when you hate get back America. Here, when you get back here, you're elated. I'm I'm totally elated. This yeah. is the place. This is the this is the place to be. Mechuz, a hundred percent. I'm sorry, I'm interjecting some Hebrew words or some Hebrew idioms, but um, it's 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 really uh, it's it. I feel so comfortable to be home. I feel so. Uh, this is a very dynamic city. Things are changing all the time in Jerusalem. There's always building. There's always stuff going on. It isn't like you land here and you go, oh, I remember that from like 20 years ago or what have you. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. There, there's a new entrance into Jerusalem that I use through, um, it's called Route 16. It's a tunnel that's there that's spectacular. And it takes me out of having to go all around the world to get home. Um, there's a lot of improvements going on. Every single day, there's something new. Can you tell the audience um, what you told us last night, that you, you've heard there's an actual plan to build some type of uh, sky ride? But what's the, what's the real word no, for it? No, it's not sky ride. What's it called? A, they're, uh, they're planning tram, to... Tram, a tram, right? A tram. They're and, building a tram. Uh, yeah. To the old city from... Um, you know about this? Yeah, they've been talking about it for years. It t- they talk about things here for years, and then it takes them years to start... And then once they start, in the old days, it used to take them years to finish. But now, once they start, they get it done really fast. So if there's something they're talking about that you don't like, <laughs> you better watch out. So I told Simon that I would think that they're preparing for Aliala Regal because, I mean, That's a, totally a, a for tram? It. That's know, like, in order to get millions of people. 
Yeah, it's 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 going to be by Tahaneri Shana so that you can use the parking there and then go over that and it's going to take you the plan is for it to go all the way to the hotel so that you don't have to walk through the hotel anymore. There's also a plan that they're in the process of, strong plan, in order to put a tunnel underneath so that at the Jaffa Gate there's an elevator, they call it the elevator project. It takes you down in an elevator and then there's a tunnel that you'll be able to walk straight through to the hotel from underneath. As well, there's a whole bunch of different things that they're doing. That unbelievable. Are just the whole awesome thing is unbelievable. Uh, Simon, you know, you know the whole routine. Yes. Obviously, you've yeah. just you've just again for the upteenth time become a donor. Uh, donor, you know the routine. You know that we at JM and the AM, with all the functions that we uh, that we um, um, what's the word <laughs> that we provide, with all yes. the functions we provide, utmost among them, all the is, benefits, all the benefits, utmost among them. Yeah. is the connection to Israel. Yeah. Utmost yeah. among them is that we continue to give everybody, New York, New Jersey, and other places in Galut, a bridge to the Holy Land. Please encourage anybody who feels that way to support us for another year. Please, um, I can't tell you how important this is, not only to, not only to, it's important from two sides. It's important to Jews who are living in the United States and all over, because now the, the, the audience has really kind of grown because of the internet. But to those living outside of Eretz Yisrael, it gives you a window into Eretz Yisrael. But I'll tell you, there's a whole audience of people who have made Aliyah <laughs> and live in Israel, who the Nachum Siegel Network gives you a window into your past and your your, your former memories home. and your former and your home yep. because it still is the, you're still connected to it and it gives you really a feel for what's going on back in in you know in your point of origin it's so unbelievable. it's really special for people in the US and other parts of the world it's a bridge to Israel for people living in Israel and we have had a lot of donors who live in Israel uh, it's, people living in Israel it's it's a good reminder about what's going on in their hometown yeah people want to know back and forth what's going yeah. on they still connect they you know the, there are a bunch of Americans who are here who are who only deal with Americans actually they live in a very insular life here um, I my wife and I have chosen to really kind of expand and we have a lot of Israeli friends and French friends now, and literally Jews from all over yeah, the world. Yeah, because you're living near a real melting pot. It's, it really is. It really is. Between the French and people from Belgium and people from South Africa. Britain. And people from, you know, when you walk along the that's not the Tayelet, but the walkway through um, that they built on the old railroad through Katamon, uh, you walk on that on Shabbat afternoon, and you can hear every language on earth, including Chinese. I mean, everything. You just hear every language on earth. It's really awesome that we're living here. I have a friend who, who unfortunately passed away, but used to live down in uh, Fisher Island in um, Florida. And he always, they had a little, um, kind of like a Makolet, but a little supermarket that was in the middle of Fisher Island. And it had all of these products from all over the world. And he used to tell me, where in the world can you find a, a, a little supermarket where you can buy things from so many different places on earth? And I said, any supermarket in Jerusalem. <laughs> like you walk into a supermarket in Jerusalem and you can pick up. Jews have traveled all over the world and they bring home all of the best stuff from South Africa, Australia, England, 
you know, they're catering France. to a lot of cultures. It's, it's unbelievable. That's what it's all about here. And the food is so much better now that the French have come. I, I, I wasn't a big French lover in the beginning, That's but funny. now I adore the French. <laughs> the food is food outrageous. And the wine. <laughs> what? Food and wine. It's, the food, even the food that's available to take out is unbelievable. Imagine you know, it's, that. It's unbelievable. It's great food, great wine. It's, it's super. Please go to fjbunity.org. Yep. fjbunity.org and support JM and the AM and the Nahum Single Network. Please, please do that. It's, it, it's really essential. This doesn't work on air and just good feelings. It only works by, you know, contribution. And we really want Nahum to get his message out, especially the message of Jewish unity out across the entire Jewish population. And the only way that's going to happen is if people help support. So thank you. Thank you very much for listening in. If you look to your right, there's a gentleman named Jason Gold from New Jersey. Wow. Simon's also from New Jersey. How do you like that? West Orange. Jason says thank you to Nachum and the entire NBN team for all they do for Claudia Yisrael. He just gave a $50 donation literally as he was sitting here at the time. And that's how easy it is to give a donation. You could be on your phone literally inches away from us and get, and get into our computer system. How do you like that? Awesome. And the Tenenbaums, Nancy and Joseph, have just given 10 times high. Thank you, Nachum, and the, and the entire team for supporting Jewish unity. And that's what we do try to do every single day is make people feel united, make people feel like a family. And if you like being part of this family, Help the family continue. We are not demanding it. We're not demanding it. We're suggesting that everybody toss in something to keep our annual campaign vibrant and to make sure that we are here for yet another year. This is our 40th Hanukkah we just ended at JM and the wow. AM. We have had 40 Hanukkahs at JM and the AM. Do you know what Hanukkah was like 40 years ago? Much different than today. I can tell you, there were not $8 Sufkariyot, I can tell you that much. <laughs> but, but, uh, I can tell you it was a lot different in the studio, too. It certainly was. <laughs> it was a much different studio. Wow. Froberg Hall on the Uppsala College campus. You've yep. heard of Uppsala yes, College, right? No, yes, yes. I never actually visited it, but I did listen from that time. Froberg so. Hall, the Uppsala College campus, and many studios later. And then, of course, I was discussing with Simon the other day, uh, and he, you actually were one of my advisors on this whole thing. Once our studio in New York burned down, we went ahead and started this initiative, and it's, an, again, one of the reasons why we ask people to contribute. We are literally in the midst of finishing three studios. The one in New York is really almost finished. The one in New Jersey, as you know, we're just going to move where we are into a larger space in Teaneck. And this one, this is our temporary studio. I basically have guaranteed the Nefesh Nefesh people as will likely be the last time they're hoping that we're going to broadcast from this conference room. But soon, when there's larger space here, we are pleased God can have a permanent facility here in Jerusalem. So New York, Personally, New I like Jersey, this conference room. Jerusalem. I think you do this like conference this room is perfect. I know. I just don't think that it, when they have everyone working, they don't like it 100%. But all right, we'll see where we can work out. I think it's inspirational. I think it's inspirational. So, I don't yeah, know if the people I think who have good. jobs here think that, but we'll see. I think they do. Last time we were here, we made a lot of noise last time we were okay. here, so it was really a... Uh, Oh, a special hello to Avi Levine. Avi Levine is here. Doesn't hear me. I guess it's soundproof. soundproof. (laughs) Avi's the one who actually made Yigal a citizen on the plane in 2005. He processed the paperwork that made him a citizen of the state of Israel. So, well, nefesh ben nefesh. They do a good job. Helped us. Help us make Aliyah seven years ago. So, Ruch Hashem. They're doing good work, and everybody out there who's considering moving to Israel or even thinking about it, go to nbn.org.il. Again, nbn.org.il. Or you can call 866 4 aliyah 866, the number 4, and then A-L-I-Y. 
A-H. FJBUnity.org is the website, the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. If you want to send in a donation, you can make your check payable to Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. We're at 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. That's 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. We're thanking everybody, or we did thank earlier, for those of you just tuning in, we did thank Everybody who's given till this point. Yo, you can zell yet another method, Simon. People can zell money. Wow. I don't even know what that means, but I know that there's a I know an, what that means. There's an ID. That's great. It's yes. FJB5776 at gmail.com. The Zell ID is FJB5776 at gmail.com. Very effective. Yeah. Almost, and almost every U.S. bank. And there are people like house. using it just because it's cool. So maybe, yeah. they'll, maybe they'll go ahead and do it just for that reason. God bless. Uh, yes, exactly. So that's Zell. And uh, we are told that Rabbi Fass of Nefesh Benefesh will join us toward the end of the uh, third hour uh, here at uh, JM and the AM. So we will be able to speak with him. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Golly, it's out of the background. We've got news from Israel coming up. But yet another thing we provide for everybody. They feel like they're in Israel when they're listening to this in Chutz Laaretz. We're right across from the Knesset. I know. You heard there's a new government. Yeah, right across. Congratulations, Simon. You didn't, get, you didn't get a ministership like everybody else, did you? No, no. But seems, I did vote for most of them. So. <laughs> All right, so at least, you're, at no least your guys got yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> Thank God for that. Thank God for that. So, golly, Tal's in the background. We ask everybody to please go to fjbunity.org. Again, fjbunity.org and be as generous as possible. We will announce your donations, and we have only two days left. Once tomorrow is completed, once we hit 4 p.m. Israel time or... Uh, or um, or what time? 9, 9 a.m. New York time. Once we hit uh, that deadline, that'll be it for the campaign. The campaign ends at that time. The campaign ends at that time. Simple as that. So please, we won't bother you after tomorrow, but please give. FJBUnity.org. FJBUnity.org. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next to JMN. Galei Tzal, צהריים טובים באולפן גוני כהן עם מה שקורה עכשיו. ממשלת נתניהו השישית יוצאת לדרך בשעה זו נערכת ישיבת הכנסת להשבעת הממשלה ולהחלפת יושב הראש. בנימין נתניהו ראש הממשלה הנכנס הכריז בנאומו במליאה המשימות הלאומיות ניטרו לגרעין והרחבת הסכמי אברהם. נתניהו התייחס גם לביקורת החריפה שנשמעת בשבועות האחרונים ושלח מסר לקואליציה היוצאת כבדו את הכרעת הבוחר. אני שומע את הקינות הקבועות של האופוזיציה על סוף המדינה, קץ הדמוקרטיה. חברי האופוזיציה, להפסיד בבחירות זה לא קץ הדמוקרטיה, זה מהות הדמוקרטיה. משטר דמוקרטי נבחן קודם כל בנכונות של הצד המפסיד לקבל את הכרעת הרוב. תכבדו את הכרעת הבוחר ושתפסיקו להמריד נגד הממשלה הנבחרת. חברת הכנסת מירב בן ארי מיש עתיד שהוצאה מהמליאה במהלך נאום נתניהו התייחסה בגלי צה"ל למתחים שהובילו לתבוסה בבחירות ואמרה טעינו, מקווה שנדע לשתף פעולה נגד הממשלה הנוכחית. טעות שלנו, הנה אני אומרת לך, חד משמעית, שלא ידוע אצלנו האנשים להתאחד ולצופף שורות, כשידעו איזה ממשלה מתחממת על הקווים, ולא ידעו לעבוד יחד, ברור לי שזה לא יהיה קל, ויכול להיות שגם יהיו ויכוחים ומחלוקות, אבל כשאנחנו רואים, כמו שראינו בשבועיים האחרונים, חוקים פרסונליים, מטורללים, מסוכנים, כולנו נהיה ביחד נגד הממשלה הזאת. 
והפתעות בחלוקת התפקידים הסופית בליכוד, רון דרמרי יהיה שר, אמסלם דנון וגילה גמליאל מחוץ לממשלה. מדווח כתבנו הפוליטי יובל שגב. שגריר ישראל בוושינגטון לשעבר ומקורבו של נתניהו יכהן כשר לעניינים אסטרטגיים, משרד שנסגר רק בשנה האחרונה. במקביל, דני דנון וגילה גמליאל סירבו להצעות של נתניהו לקבלת משרדים קטנים ונותרו בינתיים חברי כנסת מן המניין. התיקים שהוצאו להם יישמרו אצל יריב לוין ויואב קיש. אלי כהן יהיה שר החוץ, ישראל כץ יחליף אותו ברוטציה בעוד שנה. גם דודי אמסלם, כזכור, מחוץ לממשלה. ואלפי בני אדם מפגינים בשעה זו מחוץ למשכן נגד הממשלה הנכנסת, המשתתפים מניפים דגלי גאווה ומחזיקים שלטים שעליהם נכתב זהירות השחיתות מדבקת. כתבתנו עינב קרנר שמעה אותם. אני חרדה, פשוט חרדה לדמוקרטיה, לגורל של המיעוטים, לגורל של הלהט"ב, ואני עצובה, היום אני עצובה. טוב, זה כמובן ממשלה שהיא נבחרה באופן לגיטימי. הבעיה היא ההחלטות הלא לגיטימיות, לא דמוקרטיות ולא ליברליות שלה. עוד בחדשות נקבע מותה של הסטודנטית הישראלית שלומדת סיעוד בירדן. דינה חליל, בת ה-22, תושבת ג'דיידה מאקר, נפלה מקומה רביעית כשצילמה את קישוטי חג המולד בבניינה בירדן. היא פונתה במצב קשה מאוד לבית חולים מקומיים ועברה שני ניתוחי מורכבים. שלשום היא הועברה לבית חולים רמב"ם בחיפה כשהיא עדיין במצב קשה מאוד ונשקפת סכנה לחייה וכעת נקבע מותה. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו אדם פראג'. בית המשפט המחוזי בחיפה דחה את ערעור המדינה על שחרורו ממעצר עד לתום ההליכים של גבר בן שלושים שנאשם בחבלה חמורה במאבטח במועדון מוכר בעיר ובשוטר שבילה במקום. על פי כתב האישום הגבר בעל עבר אלים היכה את המאבטח באגרוף תקף את בעל המקום וחיבה סיגריה על משקפי השוטר. הוא שוחרר למעצר בית לאחר שבית המשפט קיבל את טיעוני הסנגור, עורך הדין רונן חליבה, ואף ביקר את התנהלות התביעה המשטרתית, ידיעה שהעביר כתבנו קובי מנדל. מזג האוויר תיתכן עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות, אלה החדשות. J.M. in the A.M. in the midst of our year-end campaign, and uh, you could give and give uh, till it hurts, or even if it doesn't hurt. Uh, FJBUnity.org. FJBUnity.org. Support our year-end campaign. Again, that's FJBUnity.org. And we thank you. The, uh, I mentioned earlier that both fathers of the Hassan and Kala are in this building. Imagine that. And uh, those of you who are familiar with this uh, with this uh, brand newly engaged couple. I am the father of the uh, Hassan, that would be Yoshua Siegel, the father of the Kala, Tamima Pilachowski, is the educational senior educator, senior educator at Nefesh Benefesh, by Uri Pilachowski, and a pleasure to welcome you back to JMM. You were just on the show a couple of weeks I ago. I was, amazing. I mean, and look how fast things happen. It's, uh, <laughs> yes, I would say this has been, this has been pretty quick. Uh, but the outpouring from around the world for uh, for both our families has been amazing. Yes, Baruch Hashem. People we, are very happy. We have friends. We have a lot of good friends, thank God. And the uh, people are intrigued by the whole uh, you know development of this story because obviously your daughter happened to be in the United States for her job and met this guy. Great guy. Was, you know, Great guy. Oh, you're enjoying his company. I huh? like him. I like him a lot. Baruch Hashem. <laughs> thank God. And we've had the pleasure of uh, hosting Tamima, and she's amazing. And we're looking forward to the uh, wedding. And uh, and imagine that, I mean, for you, I know it's not as big of a deal. But for us, the fact that it's our mechutanim and this shidduch 
this engaged couple that's going to only bring our family closer to Israel. It's only going oh, to bring our family to think more and more and visit more, and eventually, who knows, you know, to what degree. It, it, it's just something extra special. That's great. Uh, but it shouldn't lessen our excitement at all. I think uh, it's matched. A hundred percent. I know both families are very excited. We just have this additional component. You, thank God, get to live here year-round. Uh, we hopefully will, you know, have no choice but to be here even more often. And then live here year-round. Please, God. Please, God. <laughs> this is the Aliyah Center. You can pick up, pick oh, up yeah. an application on your way out. I forgot yeah. what building I was <laughs> right. in. Right. Rabbi Uri Pilachowski really doing his job, right. even there during these couple of minutes when he's taken off to come on the air. Your impressions of the brand-new government, because ironically, oh. you and I are sitting oh, here. I still want to keep my job. And the government has just been formed. How yeah, do you like that? So it's wonderful. Look, Zionism um, created a democracy. Right, a lot of people say that uh, that you know, they look at the the Declaration of Independence. It doesn't talk about democracy, um, but the heart and soul of Zionism is all about taking matters into our own hands as the Jewish people. It's what we saw in the Hanukkah story. It's what we see in Zionism and uh, and democracies through and through. And today's uh, you know today's putting together of a government, whether you like the government or not, you have to take a step back and say, thank God we have a government. Thank God it's a it's an expression of the democratic will of the Jewish people, an expression of our sovereignty over the land as well. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And uh, there's no question that those positive elements have to be emphasized, and people need to realize just how incredible that is for the yep. current and future Jewish people. Can't get caught up in the details and the and the uh, the controversies, and you know, just gotta appreciate what we have. Now, ironically, uh, or maybe that's the wrong word, but you're in this building educating people, especially younger people, but all people of all ages, but most often younger people, on a daily basis. You also have an opportunity on what I think is a daily basis. You could tell us of speaking to kids who are in the United States. You actually Correct. teach courses yes. for youngsters who are in the USA. What's that like being here and trying to get them to understand what this is all about? So thankfully, uh, yeah, but when I moved to my, a school that I was teaching at in Miami, wanted me to stay on. And then other schools also liked the idea of, uh, this was before Corona. Right. You know, I was on Zoom before Corona. They thought of the idea first. <laughs> right. So it was, uh, you know, it was, it was great. And, uh, and being able to connect with American youth, um, while, you know, through, whether it's through a school or I work for NCSY, yeah, the, the OU's uh, organization, um, and through Nefesh also being able to connect to students in the United States um, and have that influence and, and bring on the excitement of Zionism is an amazing thing. It's an amazing opportunity. Uh, I absolutely love it. And then welcoming those same students here to our campus right. is incredible. You know, bringing them home to the, uh, to the homeland is, uh, is amazing. Because the majority of those students will eventually spend a good chunk of time here, meaning hopefully. in Israel. Well, hopefully, hopefully. Not necessarily. Not all of them do not the gap all, year. Not here. all of them do the gap year. But and some especially I hope not my to. students. Some do. Some join the army. Right. Right? Some do Benoche Root. They do Shirley Lumi. So it's great. Uh, it's a wonderful opportunity. Uh, the other night when we had the opportunity to celebrate uh, Tamim and Yoshua's engagement, uh, some friends of theirs came who literally stayed in the state of Israel after Yeshiva. Yes. They actually just... I think among the girls also. I mean, seminary yes. women who stayed here. My wife and I did the same thing. And then, and then, and did then the whole we went back. We went back for ten years. L.A., and Miami, back, but back we to spent Israel. The first eight years after high school here. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, 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 for sure. So that means you both came here for a gap year. We both came here for a gap year and, and did stayed, not leave. And, and did not leave. I always joke around that my yeshiva kept failing me, you know, so I had to keep <laughs> doing the year over and over again. But uh, I walked out with smicha and with a teacher's degree, so it was, it was well worth it. Amazing. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that those were those were obtained here. Yes, yes, yeah, for sure. Phenomenal. Yeah. So, and that, and I'm saying to myself that I see I now you could really verify whether I'm right or wrong. In my era, because I'm a drop older, in my era, I didn't think that was happening often at all. Right. 
would you say by the time no, my, my my era also same not, thing not, not so I was there like the mid nineties was my uh, my first year uh, and then uh, but it, it really the last couple of years you see more and more students coming for the year realizing that the f- the future of the Jewish people is here is in this land it's not anywhere else um, they're recognizing that they want to partake in the future of the Jewish people and they're also recognizing with the expensive costs of college in America with the expensive costs of, of living in America right. um, both in terms of healthcare and in terms of uh, yeshiva tuition for their children so come here and uh, there's opportunity here it's no longer a third world country it hasn't been that way for for 20 or 30 years um, there's uh, it's a land of opportunity is here uh, and uh, so why not take advantage of that why not stay the one category where Israel is competing with the prices in the United States is housing and, and if someone really wants to save money here in the housing market, they have to go very far away from the major cities, right? So it's interesting. People say very far away from the major cities. You could move an hour out of Yerushalayim and have an hour's commute um, and buy a house for very cheap. Very, very cheap. I'm not an expert in this area. But right, an hour's but tell commute. someone on Long Island that it's an hour commute right, right, from where right, it needs to be. Right, it's right, nothing. Right, right. Some people so exactly. travel two hours by right, car every exactly, day. Exactly, exactly. So, so, uh, so when people talk about it, everybody has this image of coming to Israel and living in mid-Yerushalayim, but right. within walking distance also of the Tel Aviv beach. You know? <laughs> and, and doing that for a fraction of the cost of a house in Bergenfield. Right, so that's not realistic. You know? So, uh, so you've got you to gotta see the reality and recognize the fact. So my wife and I, we moved outside of the, you know, we're 20 minutes out of Yerushalayam. It's not like we're, we're living in the boondocks. Right. And that was it that enabled us to afford it to buy a house? You know who I spoke to today? I do not know. Rabbi Yudin. Oh, uh, and I, I got what you got, which was his impression of this incredible combination uh, of our two families. Yes. And, and he, who's going to be on the air tomorrow, and I'm sure is going to mention it. I hope so. Uh, he yeah. was in seventh heaven describing how elated he was that this is all happening. He's one of my greatest mentors and uh, someone who raised me, literally raised me in his home. Um, I'm going to start crying if I start talking about <laughs> it because he's uh, yeah, so, so close. But um, the, yeah, one of the greatest things of this shidduch was being able to call him and Chevy and, and spreading the news to them. Uh, yeah, and how happy they were. So yeah. JM and the M is right in the center of this whole thing. Baruch Hashem. It's yes. amazing and wonderful that I could share this and you could share this with all of our listeners. And I thank you for that. And we should continue to celebrate Smachot. Looking forward to getting to the wedding and having the most amazing time. Amen. Amen. Mazel tov to you. Thank you. Mazel tov to you. <laughs> Rabbi Uri Polachowski, everybody. He is my Machutin. That's yeah. what they call them. Okay. I don't know the Hebrew word for Machutin. No, Machutin is Hebrew. Oh, right, Mechutah. Right. <laughs> so wait, Machatetus is not Hebrew, is it? No, no, that's Yiddish that's already. That's Yiddish. That's Yiddish already. And there's no English word. There's zero English words for Mechutah. Correct. There's no, how would, how, if you were pressed to describe it, what would you say? My, my, uh, my son-in-law's parents. That's it. Right, there's no other way of saying it. Right? Pretty amazing. I wonder right. why that is, but we're not yeah. doing that now. Thank you, Rabbi Uri. My pleasure. Thank you. There he is, Rabbi Uri Pulachowski, who is, uh, who is uh, one of the mainstays here at Nefesh Benefesh. And now is the, well, not now. He's always been the father of Tamima, but now he is the uh, future father-in-law of Yoshua Siegel, which is pretty amazing. FJBUnity.org. We're live in Israel. FJBUnity.org is the website where you can be a, uh, a donor, a sponsor, somebody who would like uh, JMNAM to continue. I want to thank Jason Gold, who showed up here today to say hi, which is amazing. Best regards to all your family members. Thank you. Appreciate that. We got regards back from all. Jason Gold is now in Israel, and he has a lot of relatives who tune into this program on a regular basis, and I thank him. Um, we spoke to Simon Jacob earlier. Got the opportunity to hear him ask this audience to continue to support us. There are two days left to our campaign. FJBUnity.org is the website. FJBUnity.org. Be as generous as you can, please. Um, 
Matis, I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out the text, Matis. <laughs> this is the problem when I look at a text that's referencing something that we spoke about about a half hour ago. Uh, and I, I take this opportunity to thank Matis. I thank him for um, for subbing and being such an integral part of everything that we do for the last 40 years. I always say that the only person to predate me um, as a staff member at JMN was Matis Weingast. He's one of the great people I inherited and um, he has been such an incredible friend, staff member, supporter, volunteer. And I thank him for all of his incredible and amazing help. Mark Rosenberg. Mark Rosenberg was just here. You know Mark? You remember Mark Rosenberg? <laughs> I'm in my casual what mode. Does what does that mean? Do I remember, Do you remember Mark? Mark? Yes, I remember Mark Rosenberg. What does that mean? He works here at Nefesh Benefesh. Yes. Did you know that? Uh, yeah, I do. He works right here in this building, I'm saying. He used to be my boss in Nefesh Wow. Oh, no, wait. Yao was my boss. <laughs> Sorry, Yao. I hope she's not listening. She's right and Tony Kramer was here and Yao Katzman and uh, Avi Levine. He, I tried to just get his attention so I could say hi, and he walked right by. Just <laughs> on the shash, I might put him on the air. He walked oh, right he by. You kidding me? Oh, man. That would be like It torture. was funny. When we when we did the show from the plane this year, so I said, you have to provide somebody for, you know, to coordinate with for me. So um, they said, okay, that's not a problem. I said, the other thing you have to provide is somebody to start the show with me. Just get somebody to, you know. So I said, the best person would be Avi Levine. <laughs> so <laughs> the, for, the, for the first hour of the flight, he explained to me why he just can't. And he's very busy with the paperwork. <laughs> it was very funny. By the way, yeah. I once worked with Avi Levine a flight. Right. It's unbelievable. Right. Not nearly what it was. Now it's much easier in terms of how many hours on the flight he actually has to work. Really? But in those it, days. It's easier. No, just, it's just faster, and the, the, there's a lot of processing they don't have to do literally. Oh, really? You know, stuff like that. And like it's I, been I, years since I worked. Like there. years ago, he was working from takeoff to landing. And we, I would, my job was to go around and collect passports. Right. So people were like, you know, oh, could you imagine somebody coming oh to you and God. ask you for your passport? Oh you'll get it back. Don't worry, you'll get it back. <laughs> we're not making you an Israeli. That's it. You're like throwing it out the window. We have a ceremony throwing right, you dumping all the U.S. passports out the windows. <laughs> That's actually a very good thing to implement. A little bonfire <laughs> in, the middle, the, in yeah. the middle of the Atlantic. Yes, yeah. of the USA passports. I like that idea. I want to thank Yael Willig. Yael Willig, double high. Thank you. FJBUnity.org. Continue to uh, support us, everybody. Do you FJB think we Unity. can make a significant goal today? I have, I I have no a, idea. I have a goal in mind. Really? But I need you to, to do your match. Hey, I'm trying. I'm I mean, trying. I don't know what to tell you. I'm I mean, trying to get people. I do my best with the numbers, I'm but you've got to bring in the numbers. By the way, Matis, a half hour ago, sent me the following text. Okay? No, no, Maybe no. you could ex- I just don't remember, oh, no. what we, I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, I see what he was talking about. I said... <laughs> I said, I said those who were twenty years old. Yeah, <laughs> if they heard every Hanukkah show, then they're <laughs> they're now then they're it's forty years later. Right? I said forty Hanukkahs. So Matha says, yeah, twenty plus six plus forty equals sixty. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, they should be able to figure that out. <laughs> Matha, that wasn't the point. Uh, oh gosh, the point was nobody should calculate how old I am. That's yeah, all. twenty plus forty equals sixty sounds pretty easy to me. It know. does, but forty years is a, is a is a little different. It's a lot of Hanukkah shows, boy. It's a lot of Hanukkah I shows. Wanna, I want to I want to see if we could can we make fifty thousand dollars? I don't know. Maybe I would love to see that. That'd be great. Could Every, we make seventy five thousand dollars. Everybody who gives eighteen, everybody who gives one eighty, everybody gives 
1800 it's all it all it all adds up it all adds up please go to fjbunity.org fjbunity.org and give and be generous and keep us going for yet another year if you want to zell the money in it's uh, fjb5776 at gmail.com it's fjb5776 at gmail.com people can actually zell the money that's now a verb. They can zell the money. It is a verb. And yeah. participate in our campaign. Again, it's uh, FJB5. Can you Venmo? Yes, you could also. Well, can you? I have no idea. I, I don't know. Set it up. I don't have no idea if they can. Venmo's Venmo. scary to me. I don't know why. Really? Zell's less scary to me. I don't know why. They're very official. So then when they see an official guy like you, they don't run away. <laughs> Venmo's like, wait a second. I don't know if we're prepared for this. <laughs> I don't know if this will work. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, um, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. More coming up. It's JM and AM. It's hour number two. Steve Adelsberg supposed to check in with us. Moshe Pilachowski's standing by. He's going to be here for the follow-up conversation after the initial conversation we had with him uh, two about, weeks ago. About the lawsuit. <laughs> about the law. He's bringing a lawsuit, right? A lawsuit against the Makola or something? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Is that He's suing happening? the Makola. He's suing the Makola? Moshe Pilachowski? Did he hire a lawyer or we're we waiting to find out? We're going to we'll find, find out. out. We'll get him on the end. We'll see what he says. Um, anyway, we also found that, as I mentioned earlier, that because Erev Pesach is the most exciting time at the Makolet, right, at that store, uh, because was exci- imagine that we're all, the Siegel family, will be here for uh, the holiday of Pesach. Well, and the w- question is, what days, in other words, if Pesach is Wednesday, right? Wednesday night. We'll have to find out we from Moshe Pilachowski. Is he referring when... to Tuesdays? You're referring to Monday? Like, I need to know. I need to know make... when to be in town. Got to know. Tzviborowski has to know. When. Correct. Tzviborowski's got to know what to do. I mean, you know, we have a, it's a big operation here. This Siegel Pilachowski wedding, as you know, Yigal Siegel, since you're the brunt of the logistics. Well, thanks to Jason Gold, who had to leave. By the yeah. way, he says goodbye. I, we said goodbye to him on the air. Yeah. Oh, you just said goodbye. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, Jason just put me. In touch with a few different people who might have uh, places for Pesach. So Imagine thank you, Jason. That. I'll really tell you. Him. I'll tell you. It's all about who you know, huh? It's not, it's, it's unbelievable. It it's is like unbelievable. Back to how long we know his mother. That's and right. It's, just, it's unbelievable. I'm telling you, I bet his mother remembers the day we were born. I think so. Yeah. Not that we were born the same day. I'm just saying. Probably he, the day I was born. I don't know about you. But, uh, <laughs> that was that, more significant. That would have been significant to her, you say? <laughs> well, the question is, who's older? You know, everyone always asks, who's right. older, me or you? Right, because so, you well, look. Of course, you, we're not going to. Because you look about 15 years older than me. No, I mean, I would say that I look. You look about 25 years, years older than me, right? I would say about 25. No, I would say. Um, I would say it's about I would 30 look, years. I look around you, 30 years looked, younger than you. If I look a certain age, you look about 30 years older, right? Would well, you say? Well, ask Moshe Pilachowski. Oh, is he now the expert on ageism? When he gets on the air, we're going to ask him who's older. <laughs> oh, And then we'll see who looks older. Interesting. All right. Um, more coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. And again, Please fjbunity.org. Please give. fjbunity.org. To sing your praise, my heart to feel the joy. Let me have the gift for which I'm yearning. Another night in Israel. Desert flowers blooming in the spring, the grapes upon the vine. Let me walk the beach 
pictures in the moonlight that we fall in love in Israel wherever you go shares from our souls A time to mend A time to gather stones A time for peace In Israel Let me hear the voice of bride and groom Of laughter in the streets Answer the prayers of our children So they need not fear in Israel Wherever you go
J.M. the A.M. with Sam Glazer. song is called In Israel. Sort of like an anthem whenever we're here in the Holy Land. And I love playing that song. Such a great one. And it reminds everybody that we are, in fact, in Israel. Uh, so I got a text from Shlomi Ash. Now, you got, you'll be the arbiter of this situation, all right? Okay, okay. Because normally, I, I don't think it's a proper routine to say we'll only do something if someone pledges or if someone donates money. Uh, but with Shlemy, I think we could have some fun, right? Right. Shlemy says, if you get a chance, please send Avi Levine my best. All right, how much, Eagle? How much for you to go and send Avi Levine his best? For how much me for to walk the 50 18, feet. Eight, extra $18, an extra $36. Know, I, what would it I take? I think it's, a, it's at least a dollar a foot. I would say $50. <laughs> Because I want to tell you something, Geshe Chances of Avi walking by this studio again is very, very low. Oh, he's staying very, he's staying far, away. very far away from us. He knows that I'll grab yeah. him in a second and throw this microphone in his face. I want to thank Gitti Kupferstein, a, uh, double high ple- a double high donation for our continued programming over the years. And to Alex Shredder, thank you, Alex. He calls himself an original listener, three times high with a big mazel tov, and says, keep up the good work. Appreciate that very much, especially those of you who are original listeners who remember us from 40 years ago when it all just started for us. If you could give, that would be amazing, and please do. Again, it's fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Over the next couple of days, you're going to hear about Goldwasser in just a moment. You'll hear about Uden tomorrow, of course. You'll hear Malcolm Online tomorrow. Just some of the fe- You'll hear Harry Rothenberg tomorrow. Just some of the features that we have for you on a regular basis here at JMM and the Nachum Siegel Network. And... Um, with that in mind, please realize that every donation, it could be $10, it could be $10,000, every single donation helps us uh, continue every single year. And uh, all the generosity that, that you have been responsible for in 2022 is much appreciated. The FIRE campaign, a big success. This campaign off to a good start. So everything you've done for us, we really, really appreciate. Just want to make sure that every single year, the continued support from the worldwide community continues. Um, so a big thank you for all of that. If you want to zell your contribution, it's fjb5776 at gmail.com, fjb5776 at gmail.com. If you want to donate in honor of the Hassan and Kala, that would be in honor of Tamima and Yehoshua. They are the brand-new bride and groom who will be getting married in a couple of months and who are uh, engaged, and the engagement party, the engagement itself, all happened here in the Holy Land. And by coincidence... Stacy and Alham Siegel were here to enjoy all the festivities. Total how, coincidence. How do you like that? So if you want to donate in honor of that great occasion, as many people already have done, I thank you for that in advance and remind you to log on to fjbunity.org. Again, fjbunity.org. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Listener Devora says, Mazda on the new couple. Appreciate that very much. Uh, Schwiger says, Shalom Nachom, amazing to be listening to you coming from Jerusalem, brings back some great <laughs> memories. Mazda to you and Stacy on Yoshua and Tamima's engagement. Big Simcha. Um, <laughs> Rabbi Cash says, Mazda to Nachom, who can now get up at a normal hour and daven like a mensch and then do the <laughs> show when we wake up. I want to tell you something. As somebody who does appreciate and has, and has transmitted to his uh, children, uh, the appreciation of davening tefillah b'tzibur. I know people don't believe I really am an advocate for it because of my, <laughs> because of what I've done over the last 40 years, but I am an advocate. And there's no greater feeling than being here and being able to run to shul in the morning. I love it. And I have a couple of shuls here I love going to, so it makes it even better. But it's just, uh, yeah, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. I don't think Simon mentioned that when he said that it's time to, to get over to this side of the world. Simon has a beautiful shul. I don't know amazing, amazing shul. 
Really nice. Really well, nice. That's another thing about Yushal Lion. The uniqueness of each synagogue is just incredible. Well, hopefully Friday night you'll experience a very nice shul. I'm going to take you to a nice shul near our house. On Tuesday, uh, Rabbi Polachowski drove me to a shul in Mitzvah Yericho. I dive in there at the 8 o'clock minion after we landed. And again, first of all, large and beautiful and unique. And then the clientele. It's obvious there are people in that room from, you know, half a dozen countries. Um, it was really cool. Was that the main shul? In the- I don't know. Do we know what shul that was? Where did I dive at 8 o'clock on, uh, on Tuesday? Do we know? I think your show calls it the Sfarge Shul, maybe? I don't know. Which one? Merkazi. That's what it was, right? It was the Merkazi. And it's just, it's beautiful. It's really nice. And, of course, I stumbled into two things that I had forgotten. Number one, because I'm saying Kaddish for my father-in-law, I forgot that in the Kaddish Drabanan you have to say Kaddisha, right? You have to add the word Kaddisha. Kaddisha Hadain. Right, which is always, I stumble over that word every time. I don't know why. Because you're not here. Oh, Sorry, no. Sorry. And then, of course, which I sh- you'd think after all these visits to Israel, I would know. I forgot about Duchani. Of course, I forgot about Duchani. I don't know why everyone forgets that. So. It was funny. I was in shul yesterday, and there's one Cohen in the shul that I was in yesterday and today. There's one Cohen. And, um, and the person is starting to wash, and I'm walking out of the shul to, toward the washing station to wash his hands as well. I figured I'd participate. And the Kohen says, uh-uh, he's the real guy. Meaning, what Washington was, he's strong. He had no Levium. So he said, he's the real guy. Let the Levy do it. So they let me do it. I was the only Levy in shul. Oh. So that was very funny. That They have to resort to Yisrael washing hands. Can you imagine? <laughs> so that was really nice. So, yeah, those are the things I forget. And then go tell a kid who grew up in Israel that uh, that there's no duchening in Chutzlar. It's no. Well, it's not. You don't have duchening all over Israel. It's only in certain areas of Israel. Give me an example of where there would not be this morning. Oh, that's you're putting me on the spot. Like what time? What do you mean? Like it depends on the, the town. South, I think in southern Israel, like in Eilat, they would not duchen today. You're saying? Oh, I don't think so. Okay. I'm not sure. It could be that. I have to remember. I'm we're sorry. not going to hold you to any of this. No, I'm you can to make remember. a statement, and we're like not. When I was hold. in Kibbutz Lavi, right? That's north. So they did, so they did duchen, but right. someone said in the Galil in general, you don't duchen. Interesting. So it's not a uh, an automatic. Yeah, that's good to know. Glad you told me to that. Think. Next time I'm in Kibbutz Lavi, I better not just uh, run over to the washing station. <laughs> I don't want to be embarrassed, you know. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. And the other thing, of course, is tell a kid who grew up in Israel that there are places that have two Pesach seders, and they'll look at you like you're crazy. You had that with your own son, who didn't realize until we visited on Pesach that there's such a thing as a second seder. Right? Wasn't Which, your youngest son? Uh, well, Yehuda was six years old when he came here, so yeah, he doesn't think, really remember two right. seders. That's right. He didn't know. I'm telling you. He, he reminded me recently about it, how he had no clue that uh, there was such a thing as a second seder. So that's pretty cool. If you haven't yet given to our campaign, the year-end 2022 campaign, please, please, fjbunity.org. Again, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizok. Good morning. The great Goin Reb Moshe Sternbuch cites Rebelio Lopian on the Pasuk and Telim. Korov Hashem, lechol korov. Hashem is close to all who call him. Lechol asher yikra'uhu be'emes. To all of those that call out in truth. The Pasuk contradicts itself. In the beginning, it says, Korov Hashem lakol. That Hashem is close to everyone who calls out. However, at the end it says, Lechol asher yikra'uhu 
ve'emes, to those that call out in truth, somewhat limiting the meaning of this pasuk. Rebellia Lopian answers that, of course, Hashem answers everyone's tefillos, but in order to speak with Hashem, a person has to understand the language of Hashem, and the language of Hashem is the language of the heart. Hashem is bochen kloyos volev. Hashem inspects our intentions, our kavonos. He knows what is going on in the heart of everyone who prays. If the kavana, if the intention and the feeling of the person who is davening is strong and pure, then the tfilos, the prayers, go straight up and they're accepted. If the tfilos are mixed with all kinds of different thoughts and other matters, then it's not the same. The grandson of the great Stipler Gon was going to the Kosal Amaravi, the Western Wall. The Stipler said, Please, when you're there, mention me in your tfilos, in your prayers. The grandson was shocked. He asked, Does the Stipler need me to mention his name before Hashem? Your Kesher, your tie, your relationship is much stronger than mine. Do they not know in Shomayim who is the great Kehilas Yaakov? When the stipler heard this, he said the following, You should know that no tefillah, no prayer is returned empty-handed. That is what Hashem put into the nature of the world. That tefillos, prayers, v'sachanunim, and supplications that come from our mouths make a pu'ula. They make an impact, if not today, tomorrow, and if not tomorrow, the day after. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. with Eitan Katz. We heard from Shlomi Ash. He says, all good, always. Please tell Yigal. Thanks. So he made it over to Avi Levine, huh? 
Uh, and I give him a shkoyach on this classic album cover. I'm assuming he's referring to what Avrami put on the app. That's what I'm referring But if you want to take the credit for it, you go, yeah, I'm assuming he's referring to whatever Avrami put on the app this morning that had to do with Jerusalem. Um, I want to thank some of the people out there who have uh, been giving in the last few minutes. We mentioned Alex Shredder, who is a, uh, an original listener, as he says. I want to thank uh, Aaron and Yael Katzman. I'm literally looking at Yael's office as we sit here, and Yael's taking really good care of us here at Nefesh Benefesh. And uh, Aaron, I did tell Yael that uh, I told her to date and said, remember, you were expected to be there for the big celebration, the Pilachowski Siegel celebration. Avi Levine is, is now standing right in front of me, and he's refusing to come in to be interviewed. Why is that? I guess our prediction came true. What can I tell you? Um, so uh, Aaron and Yael say, Mazdav on the engagement. Uh, Nachum, keep up the good work. Double high from listener Sina. Now, I, I have to assume that listener Sina has given uh, prior to this in 2022, so I thank her for yet another uh, donation. I want to thank everybody who gave this past year uh, after the fire, who gave to the fire campaign, and, of course, gave to our regular campaign. Both campaigns very necessary and very much needed, and we thank everybody who's been uh, helping us this week by making this campaign as uh, potent as possible. We've gotten an $11 anonymous donation through Listener Cena's page in honor of Sarah Fryer. So thank you for that. And we just got the uh, the Nasi and the Rabbanit, who otherwise publicly are known as Arlene and Ephraim Arf, who say, Mazdav and keep up your vital work with a three times high donation, and we thank them. And... There might be some people who want to donate in honor of the fact that there's now an Israeli government. It's possible that some people would find that to be a good piece of news. In which case, if you've waited till the day that the Israeli government is actually official for the day that they are sworn in, that's today. They were just sworn in, or at least we expected. It's going to happen later today. We're expecting that that will happen later today. So if you were waiting till the time that the Israeli government was finally formed, now is a good time to donate to JM in the AM again. It's fjbunity.org. If you want to use Zell, use the following email address for Zell, fjb5776 at gmail.com, fjb5776 at gmail.com. Those are two of the methods. If you want to send in a check, you can send it to uh, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, that's G-R-A-N-D, Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. Again, that's 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002, and your generosity is much appreciated. JM in the AM, uh, as we continue here on a Thursday with a reminder that we have a full schedule today. I'm, I'm not joking when I say full schedule. You know what I always say about Thursdays at the Nahum Siegel Network? There's no reason to touch that dial, no reason whatsoever. We are going to be uh, presenting amazing programming, including Charlie Harari at 9 a.m. He'll be on between uh, 9 and 9.30. Uh, then at 9.30 this morning, the um, the segment where Michael Fragan takes a look at the latest political news called Spin Class will be on, I believe today's the day he's going to do a year in review, if I'm not mistaken. So make sure to be tuned in. Allison Joseph with Drew in the City Speaks. Her interview with Jessica Katz, director of Yad Leah is going to be featured starting at 10 a.m. Uh, Miriam L. Wallach with uh, actor and producer Elliot Schiff. Uh, the encore of her interview with Elliot Schiff happens at 10.30. Live lunch with Yossi Zweig at 11 o'clock. 
Tonight, it's the Erev Shabbos show with Mark Zomik, featuring great Jewish music and sponsored by our friends at Kedem. Ooh, maybe there's a jet lag. Our friends at Kedem sponsor the Erev Shabbos show, and it happens at 7 p.m., 3 a.m., and 10 a.m. Uh, during Thursday and Friday. And Tani Talks Parsha tonight at 10 o'clock. It's Tani Gutterman with a discussion about the Torah portion, and that happens on the Nachum Siegel Network every single Thursday night at um, every single Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. So there you have it. FJBUnity.org. Pay tribute to the amazing programming that we provide 24 hours a day. FJBUnity.org. Again, FJBUnity.org. We have one day and eight hours remaining in our campaign. We have already exceeded forty and one half thousand dollars, so we're at forty thousand five hundred. And uh, Yigal Siegel mentioned earlier that he thinks we can get to fifty today. That's possible. It's possible. Tomorrow's the last day, the real home stretch, but we might be able to get to fifty today. We need your help to do so. Again, go to fjbunity.org and be a supporter of JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. More coming up. It's a Thursday broadcast with the Nefesh Benefesh World Headquarters in Israel, and you're listening to JM in the AM.
JM in the AM in the midst of our year-end campaign, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. If you want to donate in honor of the Hassan and Kala, not only can you do that now, but we're actually going to hear from them in just a moment. You can also zell a donation to the following address, fjb5776 at gmail.com. Again, fjb5776 at gmail.com. A special shout-out to our friends at A&H, uh, Seth Levitt and the entire Abels and Hyman company that are such supporters of ours here at JMM and the Nachum Siegel Network. By the way, not only do they sponsor our show on a daily basis all year round, but in addition to that, they find other reasons to support the work that we do, including participating in this year's FJB Unity campaign. So thank you, Seth, and thank you to the entire company. And those of you who go to kosherdogs.net, don't forget you could save 10% with promo code radio. Just go to kosherdogs.net, get your order in, and save, save, save. The aforementioned Hassan, the groom, the uh, the young man who asked Tamima Pilachowski earlier this week to marry him, is here with us uh, live in our studio, our Nefesh Benefesh studio in Jerusalem. That's the one and only Yoshua Siegel. Mazel tov to you, sir. Thank you very much. What an applause. Great to be here. So I'm in synagogue in Mitzpah Yericho. Someone walks over to me and uh, starts talking about radio announcing, and I suspected that he was talking about something to do with me, and then I realized he was actually talking about you. Uh, he felt that you have what is considered to be, in his opinion, the best basketball call, meaning the call of a play in a game. I think you would say in basketball history, uh, based on the way he was talking. And he was referring to your stint as the lead announcer of the Yeshiva University Maccabees. It's, uh, it must be an exhilarating feeling to get this type of reaction from around the world <laughs> to your stint as number one announcer. Uh, yeah, I think I, w- I, would, I would put it like that. It was happening all over. I mean, really, last year when it was extremely, extremely popular. It's extremely popular now, too. But last right. year when it was uh, at its peak, one might say. The big run. Yeah, the big run. It was all over America. I mean, right. people were reaching out on Facebook from L.A. From I went, remember going to an off in Chicago, and they spoke about it in school. Then people came over after. Um, <laughs> so that was, wild, uh, huh? yeah, it's pretty crazy. I didn't realize how, how global it was. Then I get the Mitzvah Yericho thinking that no one could possibly know <laughs> about Yeshiva University Maccabees basketball. And the first morning, I think I landed i forgot last trip on uh, on Sukkis. i landed i landed on a friday i think maybe i went right, right to shul in the morning possibly i don't exactly remember the first time i was there i walk into shul and this guy comes right over and he goes oh i used to listen to you all the time i'm like where am i um, <laughs> but uh, we've come a long way and did you see this guy ryan terrell is is completely lighting up the g league and they don't realize that you have about a million great calls of his baskets in the in the hopper. That's true. But did you watch the full highlights last night? Yeah, pretty amazing. amazing. Pretty amazing. Unbelievable. To say the least. You were there. You could say you were his first official leader. Gabe Leifer in the first round. I know. That was pretty very cool. cool. So very cool. Anyway, let's talk about other things that happened this week. So, ah, okay. <laughs> so we'll start. Well, if you don't mind, because people are curious, and you're not one usually, and, and people may not believe this, you're not one for, for details about your life. Uh, but in this case, you're on the spot, and you have no choice but to share some of them. Some people are intrigued by this. And by the way, those who do like this story, remember, you can hear great radio like this continuously if you give to fjbunity.org. Again, that's fjbunity. .org. So you Actually, get, maybe I won't continue until I see a donation that, come in. I like that I idea. Take a little break. You're thinking like a real <laughs> campaign chairman now. I like that. That's great. Okay, we can talk about something else. <laughs> okay, what do we got? What we, do don't we, have, got? we don't have to do the story. <laughs> so anyway, um, you are the, in addition to you know many other positions you, held, you hold, uh, you are the head counselor of Camp Missouri. Yes. And I can tell you how difficult a job that is. I know people who had that job over the years. 
And boy, it's a painstaking effort, Yoshua Siegel. That's for sure. It's not That's easy. Sure. It takes a lot of energy, a lot of patience, a lot of time. It is a, it's a difficult task. But in the long run, 30, 40 years from now, maybe even sooner, you'll hear from people that were campers under your tutelage who will thank you for the incredible informal education they got in that summer camp. So you show up to camp. Right. You show up to day yeah, one. show up. You show up to day one. Stroll in. You stroll in to camp, and you set yourself up, and you get in the bunks ready and all that stuff. And you're assuming it's going to be a relatively similar summer to the ones you've had in the past, right? Relatively. I mean, after all, you were in Missouri as a camper. You were in Missouri as a teen. You were in Missouri as a staff member in the kitchen, right? Correct. And I, I got them all, right? Those three. You were in Missouri all those years. And division head. I, oh, then a division head in Missouri, right. So you served all those purposes. And really, assistant head counselor also, whether it was official or unofficial. Yeah, something but, of that nature. Right. So you, you really held positions all the way from youngest camper to the highest positions in the camp. So you're assuming you come to, uh, you come to Guilford, New York, and you're assuming it's going to be as as – run-of-the-mill summer as it could be, right? It's just a, you've done this so many times before. Here we go for another go-round, right? Yeah, that's just run-of-the-mill. That's basically. I feel like we're playing our game on Shabbos afternoon and coming up with more phrases. Right? I love that game. So, so ridiculous. It is pretty ridiculous. Shout-out to Gavri, wherever Gavri's yeah, listening he from. He better be listening to this one. <laughs> so anyway, so we're doing the, the – we're, we're, you you're up in there in Guilford. And I, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, I see you around that time. So if I'm not mistaken, didn't I make a trip with Gavri, maybe even with you. I don't know if you were on that trip. But then I make a trip with Gavri to Guilford at the very beginning of camp. Yeah, that makes sense. So I saw you like at the very beginning and, and I remember you looking at me with that look in your eye like it's just going to be another normal summer, Dad, right? That's I remember that, that look. Remember I remember that, that look, look I gave you. Right in front of your cabin. Right like there. this is just going to be a regular summer. <laughs> so what happens? What happens? What here? Let's explain how this works. All of a sudden, buses on the first day of camp start pulling into camp. I mean, you can't keep track of the number of 18-wheelers that are rolling on down that road in Guilford, New York, right? And multiple people get off these buses. You're talking about campers, staff members, probably division heads also, right? Possibly, yeah. Oh, More oh, of a, I, maybe a van, but yeah, same right. idea. And by the way, I'm totally off because obviously division heads showed up Correct. earlier. Correct, and right? staff also didn't come on the same day as campers. Correct. We're doing great, right. we're doing great. Right. This is all for the drama. This has nothing to do with reality, let me tell you. But anyway, just to go back for a moment, first day of orientation, the division heads and other staff members start showing up, right? Coming from New York City and other areas. Even some from far away, like Florida, staff members. Were there any from California? Flo- yeah, we had a There were staff members from California. California. And then, and this you might find hard to believe if you're listening out there, folks. There are some staff members that show up from 6,000 miles away from Guilford, New York. No, no, no. We're not talking about New York City. Most people think Guilford and New York City is 6,000 miles apart because they've done that drive up there to Missouri. But it's not. 190. It's only 190 miles. But there are people who show up from 6,000 miles away to be a staff member. Amazing. And one of those people is living at the moment, right, summer, July 2022, is living in Mitzbeiricho, Israel. This is where she is, and she shows up to Guilford, New York, among a multitude of people that you now have to meet. I mean, how many people do you now have to introduce yourself to and meet up with those meetings? The details of this story, my gosh. Meetings. Where was I? (laughs) Meetings and meals and and, and encounters and announcements and lectures and briefings and observations and all this stuff. By the way, I'm doing great at this stuff. Great, amazing. You had a lot of practice. (laughs) You can say that again. I hope Godfrey is listening. All this stuff is going on, and then at some point, 
And you could tell the audience when it was. At some point, I don't know if it was day one or day two or day three or when you had the chance to breathe on day four. I don't know when it was. But at some point, you are introduced to a superstar staff member on girls' campus named Tamima Pilichowski. Have I have I basically gotten it right here this morning? <laughs> I don't know about that, but some of those details are, are floating in there somewhere. Um, yeah, that, the story really took place a few weeks later, contrary to popular belief. It wasn't throughout the uh, entire summer. Interesting. Um, so like week two, week three, what would you say? About week three. About, about week, week three, three four Maybe even four. But week three. Closer to the July 20th stage. Right. So about three, uh, three weeks. And was it you who felt it was a good idea to spend more time with Tamima? Or was it Tamima who felt it was a good idea to spend more time with you? Well, you think I'm afraid to answer that on the air for all the fans out there? I'll answer for the fans. I'll answer for the fans. Thank you. But the truth is, the truth is, yeah. And this better warrant a few donations. I hope. But the truth is, is that <laughs> the when things I, have really slowed up since I started my monologue here. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Now, when I inquired to find out a bit more about Tamima, right? To whoever that was, I don't want to mention people specifically. Okay, yeah, no reason to do that. I inquired. You know us; we keep everything close to the vest. <laughs> she had told me yeah. it was very late at night. We were we were doing different uh, patrols. Were on late at night. Right. I happened to be on that night, uh, just making sure you know people were quieting down and heading to sleep. And uh, so when I spoke about it with um, with this person, she said to me, "She's like, that's so funny." I mean, we had spoken for quite a bit of time. Right. She's like, "Just so you know, Tamima came to me a few hours ago with that same conversation." So, you know, ho, ho, this, that, I don't know, whatever terms you want to throw out yeah, there. But by the like, next morning, you know, things were It's uh, like the magic happened all at once. Crazy. Amazing. Can't describe it. I'll tell you. That camp is so There's something about that place. There's something magical about that location, I just have to say. That's for sure. That's, That's for, for sure. sure is right. All right, so then days go by, weeks go by, etc. Eventually, uh, the two of you uh, are going out, as the expression goes, and we get to the point where Baruch Hashem, things progress to uh, to the uh, to the point where you're getting engaged, where yeah. it's time to get engaged, and you have to make a decision when and where is this going to happen because you have an unusual situation because you're spending most of the time in the New York area, and Tamim is spending most of the time here in Israel, in Mitzvah Yericho, and other areas of Israel, and finally you come to a decision that the final week of the year is going to be when you pop the question, so to speak. And here we are today. Mazel tov, young man. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Took a while to get there. You can say that again. Both since the summer and in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> it's, it felt like the whole summer just now, didn't it? couple of side notes, because people are curious about these. Uh, sure, give me what do you someone got? Someone today is now going to ask me, Nahum, you were in camp this summer doing a show. Why didn't you put Tamima on the air? So what's the backstory okay. with that the, whole thing? The backstory to that is we you there you were there on a Sunday or Monday? It was a Monday. It was a Monday. Okay, so we started dating that Friday, the Friday afternoon before. So we've been going out for two days, um, or officially dating, whatever terms you want to throw out there for two days. So to me, one wasn't necessarily so comfortable just to throw herself on the radio. Um, wow. Yeah. You know what's funny about that? That you met her that day. I met her that day, and and I was joking, thinking that you had just gone out for a day or two was real. You had just gone out for a yeah, day or two. Yeah, I for a day or two. Wow. I give Tamima Polachowski a lot of credit. She stood in the middle of that Missouri dining room with 800 people and, and said hi to her future in-laws Agreed. without even realizing it. I said to Tamima, I said, none of this is going to be normal anyway. So <laughs> right. might as well meet him now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and by the way, w- welcome it, to the correct. family. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> this is normal. Sitting yeah. here in the middle of December, Nefesh Benefesh, engaged on the radio. Yeah, it doesn't really make so much sense. 
So there you have it, everybody. That's the story. This is the adventure that got us to this day. And we had a chance to celebrate after the engagement on Tuesday night at the Pelachowski home in Mitzvah Yericho. Please, God, this wedding is going to be around Pesach time, thank God. And it'll be in Israel. That's one thing we are revealing. People are curious where it'll be, so we know the wedding will be in Israel. And uh, and that's about it. And everybody seems really happy. And uh, and uh, we I, both families couldn't be more thrilled. I'm sure Thank you've you very, heard very from much. your from your siblings in the United States, right? You've heard from them. I've heard from them. I would hope that they've expressed that to you. How thrilled they are for you. It's in a little more. Well, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, they've been great. <laughs> they've been really wonderful. <laughs> Shout out to them. We can't wait to celebrate with them. Hopefully, at the end of the, you know at some point. That's right. Um, by the way, January. By the way. I'm going to give you a secret because I'm sure I'm sure someone's going to be upset that I'm saying this to you, but I'm going to say it to you anyway. Let's hear. A lot of your siblings are asking me for your flight information. It's obvious. Oh it's obvious that they want to make sure to see you in person as soon as possible when you go back to the United States. It's so going to ruin the surprise, but okay. Bloody, what surprise? If there's any surprise of them being there when oh, I show up. Oh, that surprise. Uh, well, hey, listen, it's okay. Blame me. I'll blame you. Blame me, but... Uh, it's an early actually, Sunday. Actually, oh, some, they've been asking me also when I'm landing. Oh, around. have they? Okay, so I don't feel so bad. But I thought they were just asking because they wanted to hang... All right, I guess that makes a lot of sense. Right. Okay. No, I don't think there'll be like a massive... Where am I flying into? I don't know, but I don't think there'll be a massive <laughs> celebration. What have you been telling them? I, I, no, I, I don't think I've ever answered their text. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. I don't know. Maybe I have no idea. I flew out of JFK, so it's possible I'm flying into JFK, but I have no idea. So, um, no, I don't think we're talking about a major celebration. Yeah, just there's people, there, there are people want to clear their calendar. Maybe they a coffee. Well, they want to Spend an hour or two with you. Hey, how was the trip? How was it like? What was the party like? You know, the whole thing. I think it's no joke, though. I think I scheduled a bunch of interviews for Sunday. <gasps> so I have to find that one. At the are. aforementioned Camp Missouri, you mean? Yeah, I think I think they'll schedule them for later in the afternoon, but I hope I may. I might be sleeping by the time I get on the interview. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, oh my gosh. By the way, uh, for the campers and counselors uh, who spent their summer in Guilford, New York, they may be thinking. Uh, have we lost our head counselor? They may be thinking, is Yoshua going to be still in that top leader position up in Guilford, New York for this coming summer? Uh, is, this a, is this something you'd address, or is it going to be no comment? I'm happy to address it. They're more nervous about losing Tamim on girls' campus. Oh, but, wow. Uh, but we did hear from a lot of staff members this week. It was really, what's that, really nice. What's that like being surpassed reputation-wise by your future wife? What is that like? Uh, it, it's not it, easy, it, it but it makes a lot easy. of sense. I mean, I'm a seagull as well. It right. can't be easy. It's not easy, but it, it makes sense. It's it sort of like sense. mommy being a better radio right. announcer than me. That would be For hard sure. to adjust to. So now that Tamima is more popular than you up in Guilford, you're, you're feeling it. You're, you're, you're a feeling, little bit. A little feeling, bit. You're feeling but I understand. I understand. <laughs> you understand because you know how great she is. Exactly. You understand. There you go. All right, there you have. Do you think she wants to join me on the air for a minute, or no? Okay, I'm that, take uh, that, I ain't pressuring that. my future daughter. By the horizontal nod, <laughs> you just say no. <laughs> now it's time for you to help me. Ah, uh, here we go. Beg this audience because we've had a complete standstill of donations. after the really nice flurry. We've had a complete standstill of donations at fjbunity.org. But you're frozen. Maybe give it a little refresh. Your timer's not rolling down. Thank God There's you noticed. Road for, Thank God he noticed refresh. that. Thank God he noticed that. No, did not help. Yeah, but the time didn't move either. Interesting. Things, things are frozen over here. Oh, is that possible? You golf it up. I am frozen. Well, He's help right. us prove that we're not frozen. There you go. Help us prove we're not frozen. There you go. But in all seriousness, if we could take the opportunity for one minute uh, just to express the work that this, uh, this station does, this network does, um, for so many people, and I mean, I just see it here. I walk around Israel, the number of people that come over to me that listen daily is... Uh, 
is pretty crazy. And, and everywhere that I go, whether it was just walking through Mamila, I think I was playing it out loud listening to your previous interview. We, were, we just came from the Kotel. We dive in Mincha at the Kotel. But uh, I, I, I'm, I'm almost convinced. And I, you sort of pick up the sixth sense when you know people are, like, looking at you. Um, <laughs> well, that's something you've had since birth. Right. So. But you you kind of pick it up. But knowing that people overhearing um, what we're playing on our phone out loud so we could both hear it, like, know exactly what's going on. And walking through Mamila with, uh, with plenty of people, both tourists and from Israel, like, they they, re- they really know what's going on. Their heads turned. We, we actually walked by a member of Knesset also. I don't know exactly what his name is. I could ask you after. He was sitting at, I won't say it on the air, but if anyone wants to meet a member of Knesset, they can run over to Cafe Ramona <laughs> Mamila, um, or a former member of Knesset. Um, but regardless, uh, the, the work that this station does to bring, uh, to, bring, um, to bring the Jewish people together and to spread beautiful messages of Torah, of Judaism, and of unity is, uh, is something worth supporting. And another donation did come in. So uh, we could definitely thank that person. Um, I want to. Oh, speaking of Israel, it's amazing how many people who go. live in Israel are giving. Thank you, Miriam Holstock. Thank you so much. Mazda on the engagement, she says. Uh, and thanks to all you do for Claudia Stroll for all these years. We've taken you with us to Ireland, Scotland, Iceland, Korea, Vietnam, Singapore, and Indonesia all in the past five months. People listen everywhere. There so you go. Thank you for that. A triple high donation. Uh, FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org to support our year-end campaign. And another campaign. one. Rabbi Levy Cash, who's also outside the New York, New Jersey area. A big thank you to him for that most recent donation. He had commented on the app earlier. Again, FJBUnity.org. And if you want to zell in a don- donation, it's FJB5776 at gmail.com, FJB5776 at gmail.com. And you can send in a donation to our snail mail address, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. That's Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. This will be a good time for you to welcome your future your future grand, well, future grandparents, I would say, at this point, right? Grandparents-in-law, officially, but these are Tamima's grandparents who are here today joining us. So a big shout-out to the Pelichowskis. Big shout-out to the Pelichowskis. They've been nothing but welcoming to me. Nice. Uh, we actually went to visit on Monday. Nice. They, not our, they not live, our first time. They live here time. in Israel. They live here in Israel in Mivaseret. Nice. And uh, they're wonderful. They have a wonderful granddaughter as well. Also wonderful grandchildren in general. You'll get to hear from one of them. A little later. Yeah, the whole audience know, is, is it's freaking out that waiting. I haven't gotten to that interview yet. I, I could, if I could just say about Moshe quickly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's, it's been on the air that he's going on later. Yeah, uh, we, it's we been broken. Okay, That's I, why I, people are reacting the way they are. They want to hear him already. Right, I know they want to hear him, but they have been, I mean, they we've been talking this up now for the last three or four days, and he's sitting there, and he's nervous. Oh, no. And I... I is there's, he nervous? And he asked me, please don't put pressure on him. But there's a, <laughs> I mean, the way people have been talking, there's a lot of pressure there, Dad. Well, I do want to tell you one thing I told him the other night. It, it, and, this old, and this is very common. After this incredible initial interview that he did, it's likely that we're going to suffer from the sophomore jinx. And that's okay. And that happens. But, and, that but he'll happens, be around right. for a long time. Right, correct. In other words... Let's uh, set that bar low. Correct. And it's, let him hit it out of the park. Correct. So no expectations, everybody. We'll have a conversation. He's a very clever young man. Very good sense of humor. Very detailed in his descriptions. And we'll get to some of what he has to tell us uh, coming up. I just don't want people to put up... As you just said, don't put undue pressure on the young guy. Don't yeah, do that. I, I don't want to put on... I don't want to put any, uh, any unnecessary pressure on him but I also will say um, that he is convinced and maybe you can answer this for me but I'm assuming Moshe is convinced that if me and you me if me and Moshe text you at the same time right. that you'd probably answer him first <laughs> 
which I, which I, I honestly probably can't defend. It might, it might be accurate. It, it might be, but I have a feeling, knowing the relationship I have with you, I have a feeling it's you'd possible. Still, you'd it's still possible. Get but Moses up there, he's he's risen the ranks uh, fairly quickly here, but he'll uh, he'll get his opportunity in just a little bit. And we should mention one last thing, because you know people um, people out there are curious about these little tidbits. Uh, it's obvious after the last few weeks that Tamima's favorite. Uh, American athlete is is Mike White. He's go. coming back this week, and there you go. In honor of the engagement, in honor of the engagement, of the engagement Mike White will be starting for the Jets this week. And I mean, Tamima has become a major NFL fan <laughs> since being introduced into our family. What did you say? Uh, well, we did watch an NFL game together that wasn't the Jets last week. What? So, and I think it was Tamima's suggestion. Wow, pretty sure. that's pretty amazing. Plus, the rumor is that she actually sat through an entire, or I say, stood through an entire NFL game in the pouring rain. Correct. So you're talking about somebody who's really, who has really taken up a new hobby, a new interest since meeting Joshua Siegel. Right? Would you say that? I would say. I would, I would say that's the case. There you go. So now those tidbits, everybody, that you now have, courtesy of this show, please acknowledge all of this by giving and giving generously at FJB Unity. Org. Mazel tov to the Hassan and Kawa. Thank you very much. It's great to be here as always. And thank you, Akar Satov, on the air for coming to Israel for this occasion. We would not have missed and it. For, thank you very much. That goes it's to really your mother great. as we well. That is for sure. And we would not have missed it. And uh, thank God everything worked out. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Yeah, what is that? Oh, a big thank you to uh, Rabbi Levi Cash, who donated that $50 donation with a Mazel Tov to Nachum and Stacy and to Uri and to, uh, and to Aliza and the Hassan and Kala, one of my favorite students of the past 38 years. Uri was Rabbi Cash's student, apparently. Got it. So a, uh, a big shout-out and a big thank you to Rabbi Cash. More coming up at JMM. We'll do this song. We'll remind you to please go to fjbunity.org, and then we will introduce Moshe Pilachowski on the air here at JM in the AM. And we'll see what he has to say about what's happening in this world of ours. All happening at the Nachum Siegel Network live from the Nefesh Benefesh Studios in Jerusalem, Israel.
Kunstler, song is called Vali Yerushalayim. It's been a habit of ours for the last 40 years. Whenever we're here in Jerusalem, we actually play some of the, uh, some of the music. Ooh, I'm going to, if you don't mind, I'm going <laughs> to, we're going to postpone Moshe's interview for a moment. Apparently, we have with us live via telephone somebody who is, uh, who has been outspoken over the last 40 years about supporting JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network. We were hoping he would call in this morning. He is somebody who just spent some time in Israel because of the uh, incredible Hanukkah miracle that he and the Biana Rebbe experienced, and he might give us details about that if we press him on it. The one and only Steve Adelsberg is with us live via telephone. Steve, shalom, shalom. A pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you, my friend. But uh, the one and only, you know, you got to get out more now. You really got to go meet some big new people. Well, what can, I, what can I tell you? You know, I, I've gotten used to the, uh, I've gotten used to the fact what that you. What can I tell you? What can you tell me? You may be, you, I guess when you were sleeping, we were, we're 10 and 0. And that's a 10 and 0. I know it's Yushalayim you got to talk about. Well, that's something I could share with Yoshua Siegel, and he'll appreciate it. Steve Adelsberg says, forget about all the stuff that's been going on. The The headline today is that the Nets are 10-0, and 0, apparently, in their last 10 games. So we have we really have stuff to celebrate, don't we, to say the least. Hey, yeah, Steve, yeah. do you want to tell this story or not? It's up to you. You want to tell the story you told me off the well, air? Well, I can say is that it was just beautiful in the sense that Menorah that has been in the, in the Hasidus, for 200 years, is still here. And so he's been here, and we were able to bring it to Yushalayim, and we hit it, and we lit it in front of 4,000 Hasidim and, and Toshva Yushalayim. And a lot of people so saw this, they saw the story in the picture online. Right, and, uh, but it was, once it was cleaned up, it was magnificent. And, and you looked at it, you said, this is, this is, this is more than just, it was just something, you, saw, you felt the history, you felt the beauty. You felt the beauty of the the, the, the It was just it was something to look at. And this menorah, 
for those who are curious, this menorah had to be transported, and you would describe that it was transported in the most respectful way possible, right? It was like I have to say off the bat that the LL Airlines, you know, came through. When they heard it was the Banana River, uh, the head of LL, I think his name is Mr. Rosenberg, you know, um, and he, the owner, he said, this is the Lagba Omer Rebbe. we got to take care of this. And we had a package stuff. Everyone who saw it, from the people who packed it up, it was they were just amazed. They were just they just had to stop and look at it. Just it was mind it was mind blowing, just to look at it. And uh, he put, he took it on the plane in his personal uh, carrier spot, and uh, we were prepared to buy it. I know that's the funnier part of the story is that you were prepared to buy a separate business class seat for the menorah. <laughs> right. Someone goes, why business class? Put it in coach. Right. Go, coach, come on. The thing's 200 years old. Yeah, no 200-year-old is going to sit in coach, that's for sure. Steve Adelsberg is that's with us. That's Yeah, that's exactly it. You're 100% right. Steve Adelsberg is with us, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's actually fitting because when Steve comes on, you never know if we're going to be discussing uh, miraculous stories, the, the uh, Brooklyn Nets, um, if we're going to be discussing the uh, the stories of yesteryear that he likes to review sometimes about hockey and basketball in the 1960s and 1970s in New York, uh, or if we're going to be talking about what's happening in the Jewish world regarding chesed, it's one of the things that it's one of the mantles that that you and I have uh, continued over the years is making sure that we remind people how small acts of chesed can make such a difference in the lives of families and children in our community. So you never know what the topic's going to be. Yet another reason, everybody, to keep us going here because we uh, we provide for you inspirational talk and sometimes simply just fun talk uh, here on the air as we uh, address and keep uh, our Jewish community united. Steve, I think it's one of the things you like best about this show is you never know what's going to happen next. Well, the thing I like to say is that we both kind of get one message across. We enjoy life. Yeah. We enjoy life. We live it to the fullest. We try to at least. And uh, with smiles and uh, good feelings. I think that's what attracted me to Nachum Siegel. Hey, you know, you, you can't be, a, you, you, you talk to, you've been in GM, you start your day and you feel, hey, okay, that's trying to get at me. <laughs> and they're going to come at you. But we just kind of laugh and kind of enjoy life in a very nice way, in a very good way. I've told this and, story uh, before on the I, air that the first time we met, was on a flight to Israel. We were both going to Hebron for Shabbos Chayesara. Oh no, that's not true. We were, we were. I was going to Chayesara. You were going somewhere else in Israel for that Shabbos. And yeah, I said to Chayesara, Hebron Chayesara is really for tourists, but it's good. No, it's a, it got the, There's a core group that goes now that you can really have a. It's really have a very very interesting time. Oh, that's it, for sure. And we were on the plane yeah. together, and uh, no joke, folks. He asked me, "Are you Nachum Siegel?" And I said yes. And the first question, Steve Adelsberg, now twenty more than twenty years later, a Frencher. The first question he ever asked me was, "I hear you're a New Jersey Nets fan." That's how it started. <laughs> That's how the entire thing began. And sure enough, uh, as uh, Steve says, we've, we've had a golden opportunity, both privately and publicly, to have some fun times and to enjoy life. And that's one of the things that JMM tries to do every single day for this community worldwide: is to just keep a smile on everyone's face and to continue to share smachot. Now, I'm sure you heard the news, Steve. In fact, I'm sitting here, believe it or not, with the Hassan and Kala, one of your favorites, Yoshua Siegel, who, of course, you know. Right. You know from why you basketball, you love schmoozing with him. He now he now has a kala to Mima Pilachowski. They just got engaged on Tuesday. So this is a beautiful mazel tov. And I say, and I hope they you know it's good about. I don't know if she's a sports fan at night. 
or not. But, you know, we need to have a test. There was a movie, Bronx Tales, and he told, and, the, and, the, and, the, and they, they tells the kid that when you go out with the girl, if she opens the car door for you, when you open the door for her, if she opens the lock, right. that's the girl. Uh, that was a great scene. But now we have a different way in sports fans. If the caller knows at quarter after or quarter to the hour, she stops in the car and she listens to the, lets us listen to the sports report. That's the same thing. Right. Well, it's, now it's instant, now instant communications. We don't know. So it's, we well, it's funny you more. say it's funny you say that because the caller did not have much of an interest, but now since meeting Yoshua has 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 increased her interest in certain sports events. So at least we're on the right track, Steve. <laughs> well, the only thing I could say is that, you know back in 1976. I'm sorry, yeah, 1976. I take my caller Renee. We go to a we go to Yankee playoff game. And she says, "Well, if we're going to go to a Yankee playoff game, then you have to go with me to the ballet to see Rudolf Nureyev." Okay, I'm a young guy. I agree to this. We're at the game. It's against Kansas City. This guy named Shambles gets up, rocks one into the into the right field, wins the game. She's on her chair, jumping up and down. She never saw anything like this. The place is going crazy. And I turned to her and said, when Rudy Nuria gets 55,000 people on, out of their seats, that's when I'm going to see the ballet. Well, did Mark Littell ever serve one up to Nuria or not? <laughs> He's talking about, I don't know, but he, talking about game five. But, you know, Mark, <laughs> Mark like. Mark Mikel, what you call was 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 showing up to his own to Rudy Maria. <laughs> and I've told you the story that the guys I was in high school with actually saw Chambliss that night, but we're not going to do that now. But I've told you this, that guys actually waited, because we lived in the same building as Chambliss, and they actually waited up for him to get home uh, to congratulate him on the big home run. Steve, here's your chance. Here's your chance to remind this audience the same way you did after the big fire, uh, and we had our fire campaign. Here is your chance to remind everybody why it's so important to toss in some money before the yeah. end of the year. The end of the year, it's tomorrow. For us, the end of the year is tomorrow. It's the final day of the year. Beginning of the year, I, I always support you, Nachum. And you know, whatever you want, you get. And that's my pleasure to do. And uh, I'm just here to say thank you. Thank you for what you do for all of us. And as I said before, you put smiles on our face. You give us a time to stop and start a day the right way. And that we thank you for. You leave me. My friend. I hope to be back in Israel soon, and you're there. So enjoy it and give and spread it and spread it around. You you leave me speechless, my friend. I cannot thank you enough. Okay, and as I say, everyone's all is he really going to give? Don't worry. If you want to come the IRS, you can bring the IRS. You can order my checkbook. But we will be there for nothing. You are the, you are the you. best. Thank you so so much, and I hope everybody follows your lead. Thank you, Steve. God bless you. Have a wonderful Shabbos, sir. Take care. There he is, Steve Adelsberg. He reminds everybody, the quote is, whatever it is you want. I think he's, well, now you got to be careful. I said about the quote, I'm after to remember the quote. <laughs> it was something like, whatever you want uh, or, or whatever you need, you have. Something like that. I to, now I have to get the actual quote. I'm looking at, if anyone's curious, I'm just looking at Yigal as, as he's sitting at the laptop. and I don't know, but uh, he was just as, as generous as always, and I thank him so much. A big thank you to uh, Renee and Steve Adelsberg and the Adelsberg family for always being there for us here at JMNAM and the Nahum Siegel Network.
Um, and yes, do exactly what Steve Adelsberg just did. Whatever it is we need, please give. And I can tell you now, we need every donation. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. We need every donation. Give and continue to give and spread the word between today and tomorrow. You have two days left, today and tomorrow, to make this campaign a success. All right. Um, many of you are aware of the fact that a couple of weeks ago I was in Israel. Right here. In this broadcast facility, Mamish, right here at Nefesh Benefesh headquarters in Jerusalem. And we introduced the young man because we were curious at that time, did not know at that point, you know, this entire celebration would take place. Uh, we introduced a young man uh, who is originally from the United States and moved with his family to Israel years ago. I wanted to get his perspective. I wanted to get his perspective on life for a, uh, for a young teenager here in the state of Israel. That was our whole goal. And that's why we introduced him to this audience. And then, as Mayor Furtig would say, we struck radio gold. Uh, the young man is uh, quite articulate, has a great sense of humor, and uh, from what it seems, enjoys being on JM in the AM. With that in mind, it is a pleasure to welcome Moshe Pilichowski back to JM in the AM. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? All right. Nice to see you. Thank you. What do you think of the big celebration? What do you think of your sister deciding to say yes to Yoshua Siegel? Well, I have a little story yeah. that Yoshua, your son, yeah. has promised me, and it came true. Yeah. When I I was the last one to ever find out that to me, well, not that ever, but I'm one of the last people to find out that Tamima was dating Yoshua. Right. And I was mad, and I told Yoshua, how could you do this to me? I was Tamima's only brother. It was so hard just to text me. And he said, Moshe, you know what? I'll make you a promise. The last one that finds out that someone's dating is the first one to know that they're getting married. And is that what happened? Yes. He kept his word. He did. What a tribute to the Hassan. Your new brother-in-law, I'll tell you. It's so great, so great to hear that you think of him so positively. Baruch Hashem. So now, you just mentioned or alluded to something that I wanted to ask you about. And that is that there are some very courageous people in this world. They're very brave people. around. There are a lot of heroes out there. And with that in mind, what is it like growing up as the only boy with five sisters? You were, I mean, I, I can only imagine just how, how heroic it is and how incredibly difficult it must be. What is it like having five older sisters that you have to deal with on a regular basis? So a lot of people, when they meet me, they're like, oh, how many, like, how many siblings do you have? And right. I'm like, I have five sisters. And I, oh, how many brothers? And I'm like, none. And they're like, oh, so you must be so like, everybody buys everything for you. And I'm like, no, they don't buy me anything. <laughs> Uh, could someone take out a few bills, help the guy out here, let him buy some gifts? Come on. On my WhatsApp group on our family, I texted like a million times, guys, it's my birthday, you know, it's coming up. If you want to get me a gift. and No response. Well, to me, it's looking at me like in this face. And don't worry, I will mention what she got me. She got me two cans of deodorant. Nice. What a nice gift, I'll tell you. <laughs> That's a sister who cares. Well, I do put on deodorant, and I do, and I do not smell, and I don't know why she got me that. Oh, I don't know. Maybe as a result of what she did now, that no longer takes place. It yes. could be, no? No, it was before. It was even before. Even before. So Tamima's gift basically did not change your life at all. It was not a game changer. Well, it means I don't have to go to the supermarket again. Oh, that, see, that's a good thing. So yes. at least you have a supply now. 
Now you have a supply of well, deodorants. She didn't get me two big ones. They got me two little ones ah, that you could travel like with. travel size. So what I think happened is like to me it was in America with Yoshua. Right. And then she's like, Oh, before I fly back, you know, Moshe has uh, like a birthday soon. Do you have any gifts for him? And then I said, Oh yeah, uh, uh oh here, here on my shelf I have two little deodorants. You know, <laughs> I wanna tell you something. <laughs> I wanna tell you something. If you're familiar with Yoshua's room, that's a very believable story. And Godfrey's probably cracking up just hearing it right now, frankly. But anyway, so there you have it. That's the uh, that's the, uh, the the comment about living with five sisters. Boy, I'll tell you, real bravery, courage is what I would say. Right, Moshe Polachowski. Courage. I have one thing that's yeah. good about it. Oh, let's hear. Well, I ha- we'd like to hear something positive about it, please. It's very hard to find, but <laughs> yeah. I don't have to share a room with anybody. Good point. Yes. You have your own room. Yeah, and uh. thank God it's not with Tamima because. I cannot live in like a neat, organized place. And you're like, Moshe, your your shoes on the floor. Does she tend to be on the neat side? Yes. Have you warned Yoshua about this? Yoshua, I've seen. He he knows about it. Yeah, Yoshua has a spot and it's me as room. Like Wait, he keeps his stuff. Yoshua, what yeah. does that mean? I said a spot, meaning what? He keeps his like, stuff there, uh, or Tamima lets him sit in one corner. Oh, of the he can sit there. I yeah. got it. I got it. And that's it. And beyond yeah. the, and beyond that, he knows. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. Nothing better be touched. My gosh, the rules are strict. I'm glad you briefed Yoshua about this because that's going to be something he needs to know, right? They're going to yes. start a life together. He needs to know that he's marrying someone who's very neat and organized. I would think it might be to Yoshua's advantage that some of the people that he's lived with till this point are very, very neat and organized. That could be a very big advantage for him, right? Yes. All right. So thank God. Moshe Pilachowski is here. Now, have you been following things? Do you know that we're doing a year-end campaign for the uh, Nahum Segal Network? Are you familiar I've with heard. That? Yeah. I haven't heard for what? Well, for us. We got to keep going. We got to keep providing. We got to keep providing interesting interviews like this one yes. to our audience, right? Yeah. Like I said last time, when you donate, you're going to get me on again. And you guys donated a ton of money, so I'm back. Now you have it. That, that There's the best reason of them all to give at fjbunity.org. You get fjbunity.org. What have we settled with the whole Makola situation? I mentioned earlier. I mentioned earlier that you'd be addressing the legal aspect of the whole Makolet uh, scenario that you introduced to our audience last time. Apparently, there's a Makolet that seems to be overcharging, right? There's a, they're very, very expensive. Yes. Right? This, this is troubling to you. Yes. As a consumer, yes. it's troubling to you. You're not sure exactly. Will there be legal action, or is this something you're going to try to handle in a much more... I ad- wanted to sue them before. Right. When in Israel, on every bottle, it says you could, if you return it to the store that sells like bottles, um, you can get money back. Okay, good. Um, it's 30 a groat. Right. And then, so I, I collected, like, this is like after school, and I would come home. I got the key to open the um, the recycling bins, right. and I would take all the bottles into a bag, and I would like, go to the store, and most stores, they would take it. So I went to the McCoy, and they said no. I said it's it's um it's against the law to say no, and I, and they said no, we can't take it. We have no room. I said, well, that's your fault, and you have to come and um, take it out. So I told my mom I can sue them and make a lot of money. Right. She said, but if you sue them, then everyone's gonna look at me because I'm the mayor. And right, then, meaning then, your mother's the mayor. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, I want to sue them. It so would I, harm her political future yes. if you would go ahead and sue the local Makola. Yeah, but then it will make me rich. Right. So. so now you have to make a decision. Yeah. Do you go through with it and hopefully walk away with bags full of money, or do you not go through with it and help protect your mother's relationship with everybody in town? Right? That's that's what you have to consider. So we just went to a different supermarket and returned it there, but every day I went there and annoyed them. <laughs> well, I'm impressed that you came up with a pretty easy solution. 
Yeah. Well, it yeah. wasn't easy. Was it? It took time. Yeah. Right. And, and it, 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 once, it, once I returned it to a different supermarket, it doesn't mean I didn't annoy them. I went there every day. Oh, I have another bottle. They didn't take it. And they still took it. Well, now they started. Okay. I think someone else sued them. I guess we got to call this my Colette gate because this is getting very complicated, frankly. Uh, and then you mentioned last time that there's a place in town or near town uh, that has a, a a change in their in the, their services when it comes toward Erev Pesach, right? That they, they they serve different for what is it? They, they, what are they serving now? Right, right now they're serving pizza. Okay, but when they get closer to Pesach, they make a big change. They have also pizza on the other side of the restaurant, and right. then they open up like this meat side. Right, and they're doing that so people before Pesach could actually go and enjoy a yeah. dairy meal or a meat meal with their family because they don't want to eat at home, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, ironically, isn't it funny? How after you introduce this whole thing to us, it ends up that because Baruch Hashem of the timing of Tamima and Yoshua's wedding, the Siegel family will be in Mitzvah Yericho that week to experience this pre-Pesach phenomenon that you described on the air. Is that amazing? Well, by the sound I'm hearing from your voice, sounds like you're very excited. I am very excited. I want to see this thing in action. Last time I was on the air, I said that compared to the Makolet, right. it's a better place. Right. Compared to... Any other place, not the same. It's okay, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah. So I should be I should be careful about uh, managing my expectations. Yes. Like you might like feel like it like tastes like smoked, but like it's not smoked in like a smoker. It's like smoked by teenagers. Oh boy, I don't even know what that means, but okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll have to find that I guess <laughs> the week before Pesach. All right, so I'll look forward to that. And uh, and how's the commute going? Because you described last time that you have a very long commute from school to home. Is that going all right for you? Yes. Well, last week on Friday, um, I was, not last week, I think two weeks ago, I was going to take um, the 61, and then this stop had, like, a ton of Arabs and stuff. I don't really mind Arabs. Wow. Um, Everyone in my class is like, what, you don't care about Arabs? I'm like, no, they're just, just just like us, like... They didn't do anything to us. Like, only some Arabs are, like, um, terrorists. Just like um, some Jews sometimes kill people. Everyone makes mistakes. These are pretty big ones. But right. not that's called racist. Someone, you say, okay, this guy killed someone. Everyone here is, like, bad. So I was there. I don't really mind Arabs. So, and then I see this Arab, like, really suspicious. And he starts, like, inching closer to me. So, like, I'm like, oh, this is weird. So, and then he, like, he's very suspiciously walking, and he comes closer and closer. And I'm like, okay, this guy's weird. And then he comes closer, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just going to continue walking here to see if I see the bus coming. And then, thank God, after, like, five minutes of him coming closer, he went into a car and left. Now, this is interesting that we stumbled upon this topic, and a serious one, in, in all seriousness. Um, so that, that's your attitude. Sometimes different than it sounds like. Something's different than, from, from your classmates. Not ju- I'm not judging you. I'm saying that. I'm just describing to everybody uh, that you try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt, right? You're not just assuming that everybody who comes from a certain background is going to be violent or is going to be, God forbid, a murderer, etc. Uh, and I certainly understand that perspective. I also understand fear of that certain people have about, you know, about certain impressions of groups of people, and that has to be addressed. But what's interesting about this, and this is public information, it's not like I'm revealing anything here, but I do want to bring it up, is that your family has been directly affected by a recent terror attack. Thank God everybody's okay in your family, Baruch okay. Hashem. But, and, and that did not change your perspective. And I'm, and I'm asking this seriously, I'm not joking here, that, that this was, you know, that you have a, a certain frame of mind when it comes to this, and even recent episodes keep you in that frame of mind. 
just because like something happened to my family with another Arab doesn't mean that I still hate that I like I will hate now all the Arabs. That just means that that same Arab and all the Arabs that like all the terrorists that were like all work together to like to do this terrorist attack. I hate them like, and I hate them like a lot. Like if I had a gun. Right. God knows what you would do. Right. I understand. Well, that. God. Well, I, everyone knows what it is. Right. I hear that. I hear that. But it's, you want to know something? I, I, I'm glad you were on today in general. Looked forward to welcoming you back. But I thought that I think this is a really important message for people of all ages to hear. Uh, whether they agree with you or not, it's a perspective that has to be spoken about and has to be transmitted and has to be thought about. Even by people who may not end up with your conclusion, they at least have to think about what you just said. Remind the audience how old you are. I am 14. 14 years old and with pearls of wisdom, in my opinion. Even, even again, those who don't agree, I think, should agree that uh, what you have to say is not only legitimate but really important. And I thank you for doing that. It's, a, it's an important perspective that people need to have. And um, I see that even in a regular daily encounter of going from school to home, you could learn a valuable lesson, right? Mm-hmm. Every day is something new. Yeah, you said that last time. Every day seems like a new adventure to you just by getting on the bus, right? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Are you... Are you are you here today with the knowledge of those who run the school? Like, do they know that you're here? or are No. Th- what time does school normally end? Right now it's about 3.40. What it time? ends at 3.15. Usually ends around 3.15. And you got here a drop earlier than that. At like 1.30. Right. Was there a strategy behind that? or uh, There is. There's well, a strategy? One that we shouldn't reveal on the air? or We or can. It's up to you. If there are kids listening, you guys should listen in really close. <laughs> Parents, please don't make it lower. Let them hear it, and if you want to play for them later, you you are. This more is specifically than for kids that go to your school or any kids. Any school. Okay. So like in my in the two schools I've been to so far, you um you could send a note through email or write it, and then you you can get this note and you give it to the guard, and then he'll let you leave. Right. So what I do every time when I when I need to leave when you have an important appointment like this one. Right? Yeah. Or I just want to go somewhere. Right. So <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. So they'll write me the note and I'll take it, but I'll take it early. Like let's say I need to leave at one, right. I'll take it at like ten. Right. And then I'll be like, oh, just to hold it, you know. And it takes a long time until you guys get ready right. to give it to me to prepare and then, it. Yeah. So and then I come back like another two hours. And I'm like, you won't believe my note. It's gone. I don't. I can't find it. And they're like, oh, yeah, like last time you said. And I said, well, yeah, I'm not good at keeping stuff. So you write me another note, and now I have two notes. And now I come back, and I say, I lost it again. And then and then they write, oh, this is so annoying. So then they write me a third note. Now I have two extra notes. Now I leave school, and I have two extra notes. And now I save myself time next time when I want to leave. Two I more times. Yes. Right. Now I don't need a wait. You're, you're a note hoarder. Mm-hmm. I have one right here. It's right here. In my <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Moshe Pilichowski, it's been a delight. An absolute pleasure to have you on the air. Thank God your grandparents aren't listening. There's no way your grandparents are listening, right? Not a chance. No. So thank God for that. And uh, and, th- and and please, just for the next 10 seconds, remind everybody to, to support the show and to keep us going. Like I said last time, guys, if you donate, you get me again. And you really want me again because this – this is fun. Oh, it certainly is. Thank you, Moshe. Yes. And Mazel Tov. Thank you. Mazel tov uh, Baruch Steinfeld, double chai, a dedicated listener from Hollywood, Florida. Thank you. And triple chai from, look at this, Mitzpah Yericho, Rabbi Mordechai Weiss. Mazel Tov from Mitzpah Yericho to the entire Pilachowski and Siegel families. 40 years fly by quickly. Rabbi Weiss knows me for about 
40 years. Bracha Steinfeld, I just mentioned that. Yeah. Oh, did I say Baruch? Bracha Steinfeld, I apologize. A dedicated listener from Hollywood, Florida. Thank you, Bracha, from all of us here at JMNAM. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. Again, FJBUnity.org. Continue to give, give generously, and support us. We are at, here's what I'm going to say, Yigal. We're at 40,700 plus the uh, Adelsberg family. So at 40,700 plus the Adelsberg family. Steve's unbelievable. He just said basically whatever you guys want. So I wasn't sure what to say. So I didn't get in the math. <laughs> you want to call him? No, nah, I would. I would do that. To him, but it's uh, just amazing to hear those words from somebody, and I thank him so so much. Um, FJBUnity.org is the address. FJBUnity.org is the place. You only have a few minutes left on this Thursday jam in the AM. Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock. Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs at 10. 10.30 for Miriam Wallach and that's life. 11 o'clock for Yossi Zweig with a live, live lunch. That's right. He'll be live with a live lunch from 11 until 1. Tonight, it's Kedem's presentation of the Arab Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek. Kedem presents the Arab Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek. That'll be on at, uh, f- at 7 p.m., 3 a.m., and 10 a.m. 7 p.m., 3 a.m., and 10 a.m. It is uh, one of the most amazing... I mean... I was sitting in the in the Kedem offices the other week, and I'm saying to you, Herzog, it's unbelievable. With everything Mark Zomik has done for us, and I, I, it would take me a month to go through the whole list. Whatever he's done for us, it's amazing how he is now most known for what he does Thursday night with the Arab Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. So a big thank you to Mark. And I'm sure he and uh, all of our staff encourages everybody to give and give generously at fjbunity.org or by going to... Uh, Zell and sending it to fjb5776 at gmail.com. That's Zell's address, fjb5776 at gmail.com, or by utilizing our regular snail mail address, which is uh, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. Should shut that door, maybe. 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. That's uh, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. We have one last guest, unless Stacy shows up. In the next few minutes, I'd love to get her on the air. Uh, but unless she shows up, we have one more guest that we want to feature, and that's, of course, our host. Our host is uh, Rabbi Yoshua Josh Fass, who is the leader of Nefesh Benefesh and co-founder with Tony Gelbart. And uh, he is a uh, proponent of JM and AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Now that we've finished our 40th Hanukkah on the air, that's right, it was the 40th Hanukkah since I started JM and the AM. Uh, which is hard to believe. And Nurbai Fass is also the, uh, with his generous hospitality, is also the uh, the host of our temporary JM and the AM Nahum Siegel Network studio in Jerusalem, which will hopefully at some point be a permanent NSN studio in Jerusalem, which would be absolutely Incredible. Rabbi Fast, welcome back to JMM. Feels like we just did this a couple of weeks ago. Didn't we? Yeah. And Mazaltov, the Khatan Kalar here no, no, in front no, no, of no, us. No, no, no. You don't wish me a Mazaltov. Mazaltov to you. Thank you. And I do wish you a Mazaltov, but all right. <laughs> I feel now we're like some chilek of the Mishpacha. Isn't it crazy? Right? Isn't it crazy? Baruch Hashem. Look at the two of you. Ah. As I stare at the Khatan The Khatan So in love. And the Machatanister is here. Oh my gosh. Everyone is here. The whole family. <laughs> Amazing. We have grandparents, in-laws, grandparents, uncles. We've got everybody here. I feel like I should leave, and this is like a mini kiddush. Not at all. You could stay. So, Rabbi Fass. So. We're at the point where we've had a very generous response 
from our listeners in 2022. A very successful campaign after our fire, and now we're off to a good start in this year-end campaign, which ends tomorrow. And I ask you to remind this amazing audience just how vital JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network is for our incredible radio family, what they're gaining on a daily basis by tuning in. What would you say? If I asked you what are people gaining on a daily basis by tuning in, what would be your answer? Well, I have promoted the sense of how critical your voice has been. And I think last time we spoke, I think, I'm not sure anyone understood what, was, what I was saying. <laughs> Remember that? I was, I was talking about <laughs> that you were a catalyst of change, and I don't think anyone understood what I was talking about. But uh, I, I'll, I'll talk on, on two levels, on a personal level and also on a, on a national level. Uh, I'm trying to find a good way of, of articulating how important your voice has been and also looking at a way of connecting it to your campaign. And then I'll talk a little bit about our personal relationship. Uh, on a national level, it could be paralleled to how individuals were dedicating their resources to the building of the Mishkan and how critical the Chatzotrot, the trumpets, were. And how the trumpets that were silver, and they had different functions, Trumpets heralded and beckoned individuals to move, to reorganize, to regroup, declaring when Shabbat and holidays were, when individuals had to mobilize for war. It was their voice. It was their megaphone. Megaphones of leaders, of Moshe Rabbeinu, megaphones of, of generals, used at different times to, to give focus and to calibrate the compass of the Jewish people at critical times of history. And I think that you have been, I've said that phrase, you are our megaphone, you've been the megaphone of, of faith, of principles, of values. And, and you have been the chatzotzrot for our um. You are. The same way that individuals collected funds for that kesa, for the chatzotzrot, you are our megaphone, you are our trumpet. It, not just the divrei Torah before Shabbat and setting the tone of, of regrouping us and refocusing us and refining our message and allowing us to be in tune to things of purpose. But you have heralded certain values for our people and for our nation. And sometimes when there has been a deafening silence, you have taken that trumpet and told us what we're supposed to be doing and where we're supposed to be and waking us up to things of purpose and value that needed our attention, to other campaigns, to other organization campaigns, to other crises that were happening to the Jewish people, namely in Israel, that needed to wake up the Jewish people to focus and to pray and to support, to ideas and principles that some people don't want to talk about as an unabashed Zionist and other, other values and principles that you have... Uh, really heralded. So the same way that no one had any qualms about asking the Jewish people to support the Kalei HaMishkan and the Yeriot HaMishkan and the construction of things of principle and of holiness, and there shouldn't be any issue of asking people to support our modern-day chatzatzrot, our trumpets today. Thank you. So, And to take a pasuk from this week's parasha, V'nafshok shura v'nafshok. 
and playing on the words of Nefesh Benefesh. When Yehuda comes in front of Yosef and says, no, 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 no. You, you can't mess with Binyamin because Yaakov and Binyamin's souls are so interwoven. They're so kashur. They're so united and fused. Um, we talk about, uh, not our bromance, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that there, there's some people have their souls interwoven. They feel so connected. So on, on a national level and on a personal nevel, level of nafshok shurab and nafshok, um, we're going to help with the campaign and we're going to give $10,000 just to jump us up to the next, next dargah. I'm looking on your screen and you're at 40, so let's just hit the 50 at least for this day just to move it forward. So uh, that's our commitment. Thank you. Egal did even work up with me on the, on the <laughs> other room. This is a surprise to him. <laughs> but, uh, but that's the least that we can do. Thank you. I am speechless. Terrible idea when you're in radio. Um, but I can't thank you enough. And uh, I didn't give you the bill for usage of this place. This <laughs> happens to be $10,000. But uh, you go, write the so man a check. It's a wash. <laughs> uh, uh, remember the last time we discussed rental of this place? Remember that conversation? Yeah. <laughs> you gave it to me over the head. <laughs> in a good way, folks. Don't worry. It was a good thing. Nonviolent here. Uh, I thank you, and I thank you for uh, your friendship is one that's so meaningful to me, and I uh, and that we get to work. And again, I've stressed that I only have point whatever it is percent participation, but that we get to work on this project together, right, is amazing, and that you are such a part of my project, and I get to be a part of your project. I'm so intimidated by the the vastness and the size of this operation here that I hesitate to say that I have a significant role because you have so many amazing people here that are pitching in to make this such an incredible operation. But I do feel I have some participation in the holy work that you're doing, and that makes me feel amazing. And I'm intimidated by all the Pilachowskis and Seagulls <laughs> sitting in this one room. <laughs> I, br- I brought my army with you, <laughs> with yeah, me, rather. Just to counterpart my... <laughs> And uh, could, and you imagine, could you imagine working together when you have your studio here? I mean, that's that's our dream. So this is the temporary Jerusalem mm-hmm. studio at NBN headquarters, uh, and hopefully one day, or I should say, definitively, we're working toward the day that we will be opening up a permanent NSN studio for use by NSN and anybody else who's doing holy work uh, through the uh, through the media that we are uh, uh, that we are part of. Um, and that will be an amazing day that we'll get to celebrate all of that. That'll be just incredible. And you're taking a look at some of the refreshments that are available here, I see. Who went and bought these? I don't know, but this is, this is, quite, this is quite an acquisition, to say the least. Femoud. <laughs> Very nice. I, um, I thank you. And, um, and look, it, it's, I, I've been, I said before, it's 40 Hanukkahs to give people a perspective just how long we've been on the air and how long I've been doing this. And it has... It has a, what is that? Ten. ten I know. Those are ten figures. That's, <laughs> I, I, I still can't get over it, frankly. <laughs> you know, but what am I supposed to say other than thank you? What am I supposed to say? I'm just worried now you're going to come every single day and expect that kind of response. <laughs> are you kidding? You're already on the calendar for next I'm year. I'm schedule myself out of the office those days. <laughs> oh, you're already on the calendar, MFS. You can't, you can't avoid it. See you in 2023. What can mm-hmm. I tell you? <laughs> Anyway, so uh, thank you. And we should continue this amazing work Amen. together. We should do so, please God, with, with us here on a much more regular basis. It is pretty funny. If you think back a year, it is pretty funny. If you would have told me a year ago 
that our family would be not just uh, spiritually, but physically more connected to the land of Israel and the state of Israel because of circumstances that will happen in our family, we probably wouldn't have believed it. I mean, how crazy is it to think that one of my children, Stacy and myself, would go ahead and find a mate who lives in Israel and wants nothing more than to permanently live in Israel? So, I mean, it's just the whole thing is remarkable. Baruch You're Hashem. a bold father-in-law for calling your daughter-in-law a mate. But uh, besides that... <laughs> You don't think she'll be an amazing mate for my son? <laughs> and the conversation ends now. <laughs> anyway, oh, that, those, bonus show those are my feelings. <laughs> those are my feelings regarding what would have what, what would have thought a year ago compared to what's actually happening today. Yes, it so is outstanding, and it's incredible to celebrate smachot together, and uh, and to have a little bit more more involvement in your life on a personal level. Also having Chatan B'Kala in front of us, it's an incredible simcha. And finally having a wedding in Israel. Right. Now a you, seagull you, wedding. We should say that you've made, and I mean this seriously, you made an incredible effort for the first three seagull weddings to actually be there. You made an amazing effort. Right. First time you missed literally by a day. Second time was Corona and everybody had trouble traveling. And the third time again. Third time was rough. The third time was rough just a month ago. And But Baruch Hashem, you tried. And to the last minute, right, you, you had texted me, I'm not giving up, I'm not giving up. Now, imagine, without any problem, you could be there. And, I mean, the, the, I'm, I'm going to be in me, America, though. <laughs> between me and you, this place is like five minutes from your house. But, <laughs> but anyway, so Baruch Hashem will have a chance to celebrate. So thank you, Rabbi Fett. Mazel Tov. Amen. Thank and you, so on this Amen. campaign. Thank you for everything. Rabbi Yoshua Fass, everybody. Oh, my gosh. You've started a trend here. Uh, some very generous donations coming in. Uh, in addition to what Nefesh Benefesh and Rabbi Fass have done, I'm going to toss Yael into that as well. In addition to what... Yael! <laughs> she can't hear me through these bulletproof windows. Or I should say soundproof windows. They are, bulletproof. are they bulletproof? There you go. <laughs> it's our new signal. This is our new signal. Is the ten fingers. Thank you, Lorraine Dome. Uh, continue all the amazing work at NSN, a four times high donation. And to Larry and Ronnie Birnbaum, who are one of the keys to our campaign because of what they said on the air last week. And we'll see them at the Hass concert a week from Sunday. There again, everybody at J Drugs very much involved in the big Hask event. Congratulations to Nachum and the entire wonderful staff on your 40th. The work that you do on behalf of Claudia Stroll and our special needs organizations like Hask is invaluable. Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum and the entire staff at J Drugs, a $1,000 donation. So thank you very much to them and to everybody who's going to make this campaign extra special and extra amazing. If you look at our statistics right now, we are at, let me get the exact amount for everybody. If you look at the uh, tote board, so to speak, we're at $51,813. That's $51,813. And even though time has run out, I have to extend the show to get Stacy Siegel on the air. I have to extend. I, yes, for a minute. For a minute, you have your son and your future daughter-in-law in front of you. And even though you don't love going on the air, which I get, because sometimes I don't like doing it, uh, <laughs> even though you don't love it, I'm going to say we have to speak together on this amazing occasion. So what do you think of this young couple, Yoshua Siegel and Tamima Pilichowski? They are a perfect, perfect couple. Did you think that when we walked into Camp Missora that July day and you were introduced to this young lady, did you say to yourself, I can't believe this is going to be my future daughter-in-law? Did you say that to yourself? Yes. <laughs> Is that the answer you're looking for? I don't know what I'm looking for at this point. <laughs> can I tell all I know is that Yael Katzman and I have a new signal. That's all I know. <laughs> That's the whole thing I've gained from this entire show. 
So I want to say Mazel Tov. Look, I've had an opportunity to be in Israel many, many, many times, and you unfortunately not as many. But as, as my children know, there's nothing I love more than traveling with you, being with you, and being here together with you on this occasion is simply incredible that we were Tuesday night at the celebration of uh, Yoshua and Tamima's engagement. So Baruch Hashem, thank yes, God. Yes, Baruch Hashem, Mazal Tov to the young couple. And um, Rabbi Fass, I think we're counting six and a half more years until um, we are here permanently. Now, it's you funny you say this. <laughs> it's funny you say this because Rabbi Fass... Is that the countdown? Rabbi Fass encouraged us to make this announcement public, and I discouraged us from doing oh, it because sorry. I thought... No, it's fine. <laughs> Believe me, it's fine. Ouch. No, no, six. six and a half why years. do you keep saying six and a half? It's six. Well, I'm in the middle of this year, so at the after this school year, it's five years. Six years after this school year, it's for six years. Yes. <laughs> it was seven last uh, summer. Yeah. See, Rabbi Fast. Rabbi Fast is now. You know what? You now, could all come to my pension meeting with me, and you see, could Rabbi, all figure Rabbi it out Fass together. is now making fun of me because he just said that next summer it'll be six and a half again. So <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will say the following. I will say the following. I'm going to speak to Rabbi Fast because he's very creative. He's a very creative man. And I have a feeling he might be able to figure out a way for us to get here permanently faster than six years from now. I have a feeling, knowing his creativity. What did you say about Moshe? Well, Moshe has to be on the advocacy team. He's, he, he would be able to influence us for sure to make this move earlier. But seriously, I have to say, he's so creative, that Rabbi Fast. Look how he, he's look, look how he looks when I speak about him on the air. He's so creative, this Rabbi Fast. He will figure out a way... Pension, no pension. You know what he'll say to you? He'll say, pension schmension. That's going to be his motto. He'll say, pension schmension. <laughs> You've never used those words. <laughs> so, but I will speak to him, and hopefully he will figure out a creative way that we can get here earlier than that. Because if there's one thing that the Katzman family wants, they want JMDM done from here, from Jerusalem, and not all the way from New York City. All right? Sounds like a plan. So I'll continue I'll continue <laughs> to be the dreamer. I'll continue to be the dreamer. You could continue to be the you could be the person who sends right fast all those official documents explaining exactly what month and what year it's going to happen. And I will continue to dream that it'll happen even earlier. All right? That, Do we that have a deal? That's wonderful. But meanwhile, let's enjoy our week here. Yes. <laughs> she gets very annoyed when I bring this up because she keeps saying this is what it is and this is the month and this is the year. Thank you. And Mazel Tov to you. Mazel Tov to you. I'll see you at the wedding, right? Well, You'll be there maybe night? a little before, but yes. Even before the wedding, I'll see you. All right. Boy, oh boy. We're spending way too much time together. My gosh. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Yeah, don't worry, I can't hear it either. For everybody who can't hear Hatikva, there must be a reason for that after I just complimented how great our brand new system is. Uh, keep giving at fjbunity.org. Make today a big success. Tomorrow, of course, Rabbi Yudin, Harry Rothenberg, Malcolm Holmline, and many, many reminders about making the final day of our fundraiser a successful day. That'll be tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. Eastern Time. A big thank you to our friends in Nefesh. But Nefesh, it's our temporary studio, everybody, in the heart of Jerusalem. 
And a big thank you to all of our donors, including the folks here at Nefesh Benefesh and all the people and organizations that have contributed today and throughout our entire campaign. Go to fjbunity.org and help make this campaign a great success. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.